My name is Sherman Dudley. And if this message finds you, then I did not survive, so this is my legacy. I have loved the pulpit, and I have loved the bottom. I did my best to be a good husband, a father. I came of wanting. So what do I have to say to you? What mark do I have to leave behind? We will begin with the perfect omelet, which is made with two eggs, not three. Amateurs often add milk for density. This is a mistake. You're listening to the Buzz Kill Podcast. It is episode 249. Welcome back to the Buzz to Kill podcast, where today we take one final dip in the shark tank in Deepest Brewist. My head is like a shark's dick. Yeah. <laughs> what does a shark's dick I look like? I don't know. I, I said that and, it, and I don't know. To the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly, not the weirdest thing we've looked up already tonight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. What does a shark's dick <laughs> look like? Here we go. <laughs> Why do sharks have two penises? That's oh, the they first do. Thing I forgot up. about that. Sharks have two dicks. Yeah, I've heard about that. I don't know why. That is cool. I mean, maybe for good for m- little, good for them, you know. M- m- sh- menage a shark, Twan. A little double penny. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And uh, yeah, today we're going to talk about shark penises for two hours straight. Yeah. That's the show. Yeah, let's jump right into it because I, I got some pictures to show you. Saddle up, partner. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like we just did this, James. What, talked about shark I, Well, Well, that's a daily occurrence. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we just did this, though. Oh, we did. We did. Yeah. It's weird. Two podcasts in one week in 48 hours. Yeah. Whoa. It's too much, man. Oh, it really is. It's too much. It really is. Those those pricks over at the <laughs> over at the uh the bloody good film podcast. They uh yeah, yeah. If pricks. if you find me phoning it in tonight, it's because of them. Because uh, I gave because I gave them everything I had last night. I was gonna say it's it's gonna I think it's gonna be a good episode. It was fun. Had mm-hmm. a lot of fun with those guys. Oh yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, Josh Josh and Je- Jesse over at the uh Bloody Good Film Podcast invited us on. Uh it was our first like official crossover. Well, we did a crossover well, with um, Galaxy of Bureaus true, back true. when we were at Ocean Recording Studio. The only, the only reason we could do that though is because they're local. So this is right. like the first time we've done it with anybody that we don't know, right? Technically, because those two guys are obviously yeah, friends I'm, of ours. I'm not like, used to doing it with people I don't know. Yeah, you know, sometimes this little little stranger danger never hurt no one. Stranger danger. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was a fun time. We talked about uh, the Christopher Lambert. Fortress movies. Uh, gasp. Christopher I who? I know. We I know. put that we put that to bed finally. We're back well, didn't we? Kind of. I don't kind of. <laughs> on our show it's Lambert. It's always Lambert. And we will if they ever come on our show. It will be Lambert. It's Lambert. Damn it. Yeah, if he says Lambert, uh he's yeah, he's, he's getting, the getting the boot. Off the show. Jesse can stay. Yeah. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he's cool. He agrees that Terminator Two <laughs> is the greatest action movie of all time. There you which go. Which it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's common knowledge. Well, that and uh, that Mr. Bean spy movie. Uh, what's that called? Uh, I have no idea. 
Was there an actual Mr. Bean spy movie? Yes, there was. What was it? Well, wasn't Mr. Bean sort of like that already though? Or is it just? Or, or was it just Ro, Rowan Ak, Rowan Atkinson it played might. a spy in some movie? Yes, because he talked in it. Either way, he's a fucking national treasure. He is. I agree. Not our nation. <laughs> not, not our nation. Not our nation. He's not. He's not a, a, a treasure in our nation, of course. <laughs> but he is a, a national treasure in England. Is that where he's from? Yes. I don't think it's Dutch. It's definitely not Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> is is Dutch even Dutch? Deutschland. Dutch. Dutch is. Uh, well, Dutch is a language. Yeah, I know. I know that. I'm trying to think of what what country does Dutch belong to, though. <laughs> Uh, like, they, why can't I think of this? They speak Dutch in f- a bunch of different countries. Do they? Yeah. But where's it? Like, what's where's it? What's its hometown? What's its hometown? Yeah. Uh, like uh, Dutchington. Oh, Dutchington. 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 Yeah. It sounds English. <laughs> it does sound English. Those pricks. Oh, I want to build a castle in Dutchington. That doesn't sound English <laughs> at all. No, it sounds Dutch. Uh, where do you? I'm, okay, I'm all about the internet tonight. Um, Where do Dutch people come from? Uh, what do Dutch people's dicks look like? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I got more pictures to show I know, you. I actually feel like I know this, and I don't know why it's not coming to me. Well, I know that du- like the Netherlands... Netherlands, okay. that's it. Okay, uh, Netherlands. Yeah. Du- holy shit. It's spoken in seven... Wait, no. That can't be right. It doesn't matter. Netherlands. Y'all, say y'all were learning something tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah, I always it's forget probably not that. that exciting. I though. think I used to think that it was just Dutchland. Like, I used to think Deutschland was well, like an actual country. Well, do- well, That's Germany. Deutschland is Germany. It's just Germany, yeah. yeah. I used to think it was a separate country, uh, country though. Yeah, well. No, Deutschland. Well, you're a dumb person. <laughs> I know. Um. Yeah, anyway. <sighs> what have you been up to, bud? Not a whole lot, man. Just uh, just taking a easy, you know? Getting ready to go to a wedding this weekend. Gross. That should be fun. Weddings. I know, right? Yeah. First of first of many of the wedding season. Celebrating love. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs it? Gag me. No, no, really, gag I mean, me. I mean, that's that's kind of love. Right? What, gag me? Some, somebody asked you, ooh, gag me. Oh, that's love. Yeah. That's that's trusting love mm-hmm. between two consenting adults. Or 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 one, if you're into that, <laughs> if you're just into doing it yourself. Just ball gagging yourself. Yeah. A little light, little light uh, choking. <laughs> a little light choke and stroke. <laughs> oh, like uh, the choke and stroke. Yeah, the old choking stroke. Oh, oh, you mean the carotene? <laughs> oh no, I wasn't gonna take it there, and it was in my mind, and I somehow knew you were gonna do it. Oh, of course, you're I am. a real of piece I am. of shit. Um, yeah, no, uh, I will say this though: watching four movies this week was a bit of a chore. <laughs> it's uh, I'm not used to watching so. Much. I used to do it all the time. I'm I've, not used to it anymore. I have no idea how we used to do this show where we would. I think because once we kind of locked in the. Um, Locked in our format, we were still doing five movies a week. Um, well, I, mean, I wouldn't say that then I would say that's before we actually locked in the format, but yeah, we were doing like five, and then we brought it down to like three, yeah, and then finally just the two, and which now I think is good, good and, sweet spot. And now I'm thinking one might be the best way to go, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I used to do this. I uh, I, I forced my girlfriend to sit through one of our movies and she promptly fell asleep about 15 minutes into it. So, which movie? Um, The Meg. She fell asleep during the Meg. Spoilers. Uh-oh. We're doing the Meg. Yeah, I mean it's in the title. So sounds like a cool. Sounds like a cool new dance. Doing, doing the, the Meg. Meg. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do it at that wedding I'm going to. Oh yeah. So you flop around like a fish out of water on the. Oh, no, what it is is you trying to floss. 
<laughs> I found that video a couple days ago. I meant to send it to you. It's or did I send it to you? You you did. It was oh, a couple God. days ago. It was a couple months ago. But oh yeah. no no no! I just just a couple days ago I found it again. Yeah, the video evidence of me trying to floss never ever ever needs to be shown it's in fantastic, public ever dude. again. It's so good. <laughs> it's, I love it so much. I look like, like I'm having a seizure. <laughs> I put it in my favorites on my phone just in case I need a, a little pick me up. I will just watch that video. Thanks, man. Appreciate it's that. F- it's fucking terrible. You're so white. It's ridiculous. And I did that in front of an entire wedding crowd. That's right. You did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it takes balls. Yeah. Well. No, knowing how dumb I looked beforehand. <laughs> shockingly, I went through with it. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, what have I been up to? Not much. I'm getting ready to go away tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Where are you going? Uh, I, can never, I can't remember the name of the town. It's somewhere. Ha- it's like in between Lexington and Port Huron. Not Port Huron. Um harbor beach oh okay got a little airbnb with the fam nice with the with my parents and my sister and and her kids and her husband so should be a nice little weekend oh, we'll get away little, little beach action still haven't packed still nope. haven't even started packing i don't even know if my suit's clean for a wedding tomorrow so oh you're you know i guess uh, that would have been a good thing to check on <laughs> i guess i guess luck of the... just crumpled up under your bed somewhere I, it, it it could be crumpled up in the bottom of my suit bag for all i know to be completely honest with you you should probably check on that probably should like maybe even take a break well i what, what, what are you what, what are you gonna, gonna do, do now, now? <laughs> no this is I, i'm just gonna throw it in my car and whatever happens happens tomorrow dude you can go buy a suit at h&m for like 60 bucks I, that's true just I could. do that i could they're a bit skinny I wore one a few weeks ago. They're pretty skinny, pretty, oh, pretty, pretty tight in the uh, in the in the anus. <laughs> pretty tight in the anal anal region, <laughs> and the legs. I got I got decently sized legs, and like these are these are like skin on a grape type pants. Ooh, oh yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I mean, like, I like a good flim, flim slim fitting suit. I a flim, it, a flim sitting. I think it looks pretty. <laughs> I think it looks pretty good. I, I mean, can't talk. <clears throat> a flim, a flim, a nice flim suit. Um, uh. Yeah, so anyway, that's what I got going on. Other yep. than that, not much. Yeah, just, no. just chilling, dude. Just chilling like a villain. Uh, we're both a little <laughs> burnt out because the uh, the boys from the Bloody Good Film podcast, they usually do like an hour-long episode. Yeah, oh, but, and they're in California, so but, they're three hours before us. But because we were on their show, and it, it ended up in classic us fashion, and it, and it ended up being what, like over two hours? Like two and a quarter. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesse's gonna have a lot to edit, I think. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and 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 also they're three hours behind us, so we started at like eleven thirty. Yeah, and yeah, we were up until three thirty, four o'clock, something like mm-hmm. that. It was rough. It was. Uh, it was pretty rough, and we didn't do ourselves any favors by not drinking beers and whiskey oh, and no. stuff like that. Why, so. why would we do that? Yeah, it was a good time though. But uh, yeah, anyway, that's all I got going on. You want to get into some corrections? Let's do it. Do it. Stupid. You're so stupid! That's really right. rude. It's uh, really rude. Sorry. But. Um, okay, so uh, my one correction that I have, um, you are so... You I were, know. You were Fuck so, off. <laughs> I know. You were so confident in this last week that we were going on year number six, but we're not. I could have swore we started in 2015. Yeah, we literally did an episode called Cheers, beers and four or i'm sorry fears beers and four years cheers last year mike I so don't listen to this show so clearly <laughs> <laughs> which is why i have no corrections for this week that's not true i do have i had that one okay you stole it from sorry. me sorry um and then a couple other things that aren't actually corrections from last week's episode 
Uh, I've been trying like hell to fi- to remember the name of the old timey guy that I used to do-, do on the show. Okay. Or I mean the old timey guy who used to be on our show who we hired to do yes that certain intros. His name was Salisbury Joe. Salisbury Joe. Carney remembered that one for okay. me. Okay. Okay. Um, another thing is this is a preemptive. How sad is Carney's life? He remembers <laughs> that. He retains that kind of knowledge He's, about our he show. He said that Salisbury Joe was one of his favorites. So I was like, fuck, Salisbury Joe, yes. <laughs> um, and then this is a preemptive correction. Oh. I want you to finish this lyric for me. Okay. Deepest, bluest. My head is like a shocks fan. Wrong. We've been saying it wrong. What? All of these years. What? It's my hat is like a shark's fin. No. Yes, it is. I was watching Deep Blue Sea this this week, and I get to the end, Yeah. and that fucking monster of a jam comes on. Yeah. Uh, Deepest, bluest, my hat is like... And I keep going, he's saying hat. And and so then I turned on the, the CCs. Yeah. He's saying hat. And then I go, no, no, no. Maybe the CCs are wrong. And then so I go to the internet and I look up the lyrics, and I'll be damned if it doesn't say. But he's not say wearing a hat. My hat. But he's not wearing a hat even but in the I video. I don't know, dude. <laughs> he's he's wearing like a bandana or something like that. I think in the video he's not even wearing a hat. Don't know. Nobody in the entire movie wears a hat. Don't I don't know. <laughs> LL, wh- why? Right. <laughs> My head, it, it, like it doesn't it's, even. It's it, already a. It's our. Uh, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pull back the curtain here. All right. Because we always talk about how much we love that song, right? Which I do. It's already a stupid, stupid lyric. My head is oh, like a shark's fin. Oh, that's why it's so good. It makes it even worse when he's when you know that he's saying my hat is like a shark's fin. It's so dumb. Yeah, that's weird. But yeah, we've been saying it wrong all these years. I'm and just guess gonna stick guess with what? It. Guess what? Yeah, I intend on saying it yeah. wrong for the rest of my life. Yeah. Pretty much. Because I will not do that. That's stupid. Also, I don't have a hat that looks like a shark's fin. Exactly. I do have a head, though. That looks, that, that looks like a remarkably shark's fin. like yeah, a shark's yeah, yeah. fin. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's it. That's all my corrections. Weird. All right, James. Um, so our show this week, before we get into what we're watching, which we've already we've sort already of said it. it yeah. uh, our show this week looks a little bit different than what we said it was going to be. Yeah. And that's because uh, it turns out we're a bunch of dope shows because... We've never done Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. I could have sworn that we did because we talk about it so much. I think it's so because much. we sing that song so often on this show. Why did that sh- why did that song come up on the show though? Oh, uh, cuz it's a banger. Well, fair enough. But what was like what, what <laughs> Do you need we, another reason? But what were we talking about uh that that became such a thing though that we would repeat all the time on the show? I mean, I ima- like I imagine at some point we might have talked about how in the 2000s, they like, directors used to love to cast rappers yep. in, in, in roles. Yep. And then they would always have those rappers what a do time a to, song. What a time to be alive. Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. Dude, dude, Wild Wild West, one of the... And Men in Black, <clears throat> two of the best Will Smith songs ever. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Wicked Wild Wild West. Jim West. Desperado. <laughs> Rough Rider. No, you don't want nada. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then I was going to jump in, but I can't touch that. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't. You can't touch this. Um, but then LL. Yep. And you had uh, Busta Rhymes. Ooh, Busta. And what was that? Res- Resurrection. Resurrection. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, I know there was more. Wasn't Ja Rule in some horror yes. movie? Well, Ja Rule's in like well, he was, seventy-five he... of the Fast and Furious movies. No, that's ludicrous. Is it Luda? 
Isn't Ja Rule in one of the no, Fast and so. Furious movies? No, no, I don't think so. It's all Luda. Okay, well, Ja Rule is in... He is in some movies. Then. Yeah, well, Ja Rule did did some acting for a while, just in general, but I'm pretty sure he was in a horror movie. Only for the rule, baby! <laughs> Murder! <laughs> um, oh. He was terrible. Uh, but yeah, there's lots of uh, lots of I, 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 that. I think is my favorite, my favorite part of '90s horror was the casting of rappers. Yeah, in in horror movies, that was a fantastic. Like, let's thing. bring that back. Mm-hmm. I'm totally okay with them bringing that that part of the '90s back into uh, into the horror genre. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, wasn't uh, wasn't Ursher in uh, Ursher? Oh yeah, he was in, in um, House of Wax. He was a House of Wax. Yeah, because he was getting a yeah. blowy yes. from Paris yes. Hilton. Yes, he was. <laughs> he was in another movie too, though. He was in. Um, uh, the faculty? Was he no. in the faculty? Yeah, he was. Yes, he was. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah. Usher. Um, I love Usher, dude. Yeah, Usher's great. So good. That guy can dance his ass like, off. Like, which, which kind of rappers would you put in horror movies these days, though? I don't know. It'd be just like shitty SoundCloud rappers? Yeah. Like Takashi, 6 <laughs> would, he, would he be in a shitty horror movie? I mean, he's in jail now, but like... Didn't um, he get out of jail? Did he? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he got I out of jail because of COVID and he has asthma. <laughs> Christ, <laughs> what a hard ass! Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole documentary about that guy. I haven't watched it. I've wanted to because it sounds fascinating. But from for all intents and purposes, that guy's a piece of shit. Because he's a filthy rat, right? Yeah, something like that. Um, who else? Who else? We though? are we are so gonna get <laughs> the wrath of I don't know what is what is he? I don't who wears who wears red? Who wears red? Yeah, which, which gang? The, the Bloods. The Bloods. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He's I always know, wearing he's always wearing red in all of his videos. No. Oh. Well, and also rainbow colors. So you're saying stuff. that we just started a gang war? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's all right. Well, sure. We got we got podcast dudes to back us up. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Those rough riding podcast dudes. Well, we'll call up Tank from Be- Galaxy of Bureaus. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's fucking intimidating. Uh huh. He can get them a new car if they get into a car accident. If the car gets fucked up. Yep. He can he can walk over in his khakis and his button up shirt and he can play paradiddles on their balls with his drumsticks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> He's got those D and D skills. That'll, that'll get him through a gang for it. Oh hell work. yeah, yeah! Fireball. <laughs> he doesn't LARP, <laughs> dude. I want to LARP so bad. Uh, you would. I we missed. I think we missed our ticket though. Like we we're too old now. Well, of course we are. Are we though? No. No. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think so. Let's LARP. <laughs> no, it's not LARP. Please. Um. Anyway, though, back. I don't know how we got so crazy off topic, but Who we were supposed to do Deep Blue Sea two and three, but it turns oh. out we've never even done the first one. So that plan got changed a little bit. We're doing the first one finally, which I am very happy about because oh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 Mike goes, I'm going to do a double feature tonight if you want to come over. I was assuming that it was Deep Blue Sea one and two because someone doesn't listen to the show. We've been, been talking about doing this for two weeks. Well, so I go, I go, well, I'm probably not going to be able to go over to his house until sort of late. So I watch Deep Blue Sea on my own. And then I call you and I go, yeah, Deep Blue So you just, I'll just come over and watch two with you tonight. And you go, what? And you go, I'm watching, I'm talking about the Fortress movies. And I go, fuck. <laughs> I totally forgot we were supposed to watch these, those movies this week. And, and then you go, and also we're not doing Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> I go, what? So it, it was shaping up to be a five movie week for me. But turns out we're doing Deep Blue Sea after yep. all. Yeah, so. worked on worked on your favor. And we we're not doing Deep Blue Sea two. No, which would have made sense. But instead, we went with another new shark feature, the Meg. The Meg. Yeah. Short for the Meg. The Meg. Yes. So, uh, yeah, 
That's what we're drinking. That's what. No. Fuck. No, James. We didn't even. Why did we do the? Why did we announce the? I'm I'm all messed up. You why are. did we announce the? We 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 busted our podcasting nut last night. This is. It's oh, just we're just we're just floundering through this tonight. Well, this was this. Oh, nice, dude. Right. This was you though, because <laughs> you. Why did you bring up the the movies? I don't know. What do you, why are you messing I, with the I, format? I, I, it's I, the thing I did. You I know, know you can't just throw curveballs at so, me without telling me first. I, I'm sorry. Okay, so anyway, what are we drinking this week? So we're talking about the Meg. We're talking about Deep Blue Sea. So, of course, this week we're drinking Murky Depths. Oh, yeah. Depths is kind of a hard word to say. Depths. Like depths. Johnny, Johnny Depths. Johnny's Depths. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll explore those. <laughs> this is Murky Depths from Watermark Brewing Company. I don't think we've ever had a Watermark. Uh, we have not. Uh, the can is not very uh, very sharky. There's actually a big giant squid on but, the can. But however, the Meg did take feature. place Murky Depths. Well, it also featured a giant squid. It did. You're right. So there you go. So, you know, it works. Yeah. It works. Totally works. It's kind of hard though. Four weeks in a row to get a, a, a beer that has sharks on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I like this one. Well, yeah, because the Meg is specifically the murky depths. Oh yeah, you know the whole like first first third of the movie sure takes place in them going to the murky depths of the Mariana Trench. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. Uh, this is a double dry hopped India Pale Ale, seven point five percent by alcohol or uh, by volume <laughs> <laughs> by alcohol. Uh, it's brewed and canned by Watermark Brewing in Stevensville, Michigan. Yeah. Hey. It's close by. I don't think I've ever even heard of Watermark before. Uh, I've that, heard of it. I don't, didn't know anything about it, though. Yeah, there's nothing else on the can as far as... See, that's... If I was... If I ever started a uh, a brewery... Mm-hmm. What? A, br- a brewery? One of the things that I would be very adamant about is... Writing stories for all your beers. Yeah, we're, we're doing some... We're gonna we're gonna slay it in the write up game, but you just like make like up. How, you just make up just completely like fake tall tales about how the beer came to be. Oh hell yeah! You know, and we call it Tall Tales Brewery. Uh, done, done. Look at that. That's step one, Mike. We just started a brewery. Now all we have to do is learn how to brew first, beer. First beer is gonna be a Paul Bunyan and his and his blueberry ox. It'll be a blueberry sour. Oh, done. Wow, dude. Done. Right. That's just right, right off, off the, the top of your head? Right off the dome. Holy shit. Shh. Come on. Jack Jack and the Beanstalk Ale. It'll be a green bean flavored ale. <laughs> green bean flavored <laughs> ale. Oh, not vanilla bean? No, or no, like... no, 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 no. No, it'll be vanilla and green bean. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have, uh, what, what, uh, who, was the, who was the guy that could, uh... shit, I can't remember his name. Jokes, jokes ruined. Jokes ruined. Yeah, Doesn't yeah. matter. Let's try. Are you this. thinking of Jesus? That's a tall tale. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Come on, man. The Christ, Christ's blood. Taste the crucifixion. Oh wow! Cheers. That is inappropriate. <laughs> Smell. Taste. Hmm. Oh, it's very, it's very strong. It's very fruity. It and, is um, again. I got all foam because I apparently don't know how to pour beer. Yeah, you're anymore. really terrible at pouring yeah. beer. Is that like a? No, I'm usually better at it. I'm just not paying attention. That's all. Yep, not paying attention. Okay. It's very creamy, but it's also very strong. Creamy. God, what did I tell you about that word? <laughs> you. So that's twice in the last couple weeks that you've used that word. Not on the show. Okay. But you used it in our Snapchat group, and I told you that you're limited to two. 
You can only say creamy twice in one year. So there one you go. calendar year. So there you go. So you're done <laughs> until 2022. Stop saying creamy. God. That's it's, it's a terrible word. It's very it's beer is very moist. Mm, there you go. That's it's, much better. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a cupcake. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh god. Mm. Yeah, it t- it tastes it tastes more um it tastes higher octane than a 7.5. It does, yeah. It, it lingers. There's a little bit of a sour, not, not even sour. It's like a bitterness that lingers on the back of your tongue mm. that I'm not oh, particularly dear. a huge fan of, speaking, to be honest, but speaking it of, tastes really good. Speaking of you saying inappropriate things and oh. not and not realizing it, Oh yeah, I was listening to last week's show, and you made me cackle. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was so loud too. Like I, I, I specifically remember it. I'm because you were talking about selling your Nintendo, whatever the yeah fuck, yeah. and you're like, you're like, I haven't, I haven't touched it in years, and I, I, I beat everything I already had, and I, I started laughing so hard that I, 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 I in the recording or while you're listening to it, in the recording, yeah, okay, and I, I, you can hear me. I backed all the way away from the mic, and then I put my face down by the floor because I was laughing so like, and it wasn't just a laugh; like it was a high pitched cackle. And I don't, I don't laugh like that that often. I still got it. It was fun. That was that was. It. And then when I was listening back to it, I had forgotten about it. So when I heard it, I, just, I had a pretty good laugh. It's pretty hey, man, sad that every... I laugh at our own jokes on the show. Oh no, dude! I I, I, look, I listen back to it and I crack up all the time. Honestly, <clears> I'm not <throat> one of those people that think it's weird to listen to yourself. Like, I mean, we have to obviously for the show because we have to do corrections and whatnot. But like, even when I played uh, when I played music, mm. I would listen to my own music. You know why? Because I'm in a band that I like. We create music that I would listen to. That's exactly right. I, I don't. Do, I don't have a problem listening to my own music at if, all. If you're, I'll take this from uh, one of our good buddies, uh, Jim Margle. Yeah. From uh, from Counterpunch, from We Are the Union. Amazing. Oh, X, X We Are the Union. X yeah. We Are the Union. Uh, amazing drummer. Even more amazing mullet. It's true. Even, he works for even, ICP now. By even the way. more, even you know more, that? even more amazing stories on Facebook. His <laughs> stories on Facebook are just like random snippets of of 90s action flicks and stuff like that and him smoking weed and shit like great stuff great content did you know that he works for icp now before i react to that because that's (laughs) incredible uh his his quote said if you're not if you're not in your favorite if you're not in your favorite band then why are you playing music right it's true your band that you're in should be your favorite band absolutely which means yeah i've always listened to yeah. all the bands i've been in i've got i've got no problem listening to my own stuff and i'll listen to it for fun because i enjoy it yeah yeah i do it all the time touch myself <laughs> <laughs> Wow. No, he works for ICP. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he actually goes to like their offices in uh, wherever they're based out of Clarkston or something oh, like that. Dude. Wherever they're based out of. So and all he these, literally works for them. All of these, because Jim Jim's like a super funny, like goofy, sarcastic dude. So all of these Facebook updates that he's been doing, and then he'll put, you know, like the little squiggly line, and then like Shaggy too dope after yeah. it. Like Shaggy said it. I thought he was just fucking around. No, I don't think so. So. I mean, I know for sure he works. So, them, all, so of these, all, all of these quotes from Violent J and Shaggy Too Dope <laughs> are real quotes. I'm, yeah, because it's like they must be. They're like, uh, I, I can't even, remember, I can't even think of any of the quotes. But that's hilarious, dude. What does he do for them? I have no idea. Absolutely no idea. That's I just know amazing. that he goes there and works, whatever that entails. 
probably their tour or something I like that. I wonder what the work environment at ICP Central is. I don't know. That's got to be crazy. They got to call it something cool too, right? Like the Clown House. Oh, the Jug. Cl- the juggle the three the three ring circus three yeah there you go right that's it three rung a dung a dung dung my name is Valen J and I stave up my tongue to the desk in school and run down my halls Jesus I can Christ. keep going I mean please scaring the shit out of all of y'all <laughs> bitches is that the fucking great Malenko or something I think so oh is it really <laughs> I think so <laughs> it's the great Malenko great I don't even know if that listen if, goes. if you're not from Michigan uh, you you might not understand. The uh, well, even if you're from oh, Michigan, no, they're, like they're you know, national dude. Oh, dude, I uh, yeah, I but but nobody really understands exactly how magnets how work. magnets work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic! Anyway, um, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Got it right that time. There you go. Let's get into the bleed feed. All right, James. Yes, Michael. Once again, this is three weeks in a row. I don't really have any deaths to talk about. I mean, there was a lot of deaths this week. Don't get me wrong. There was like Joey in, Jordison in, in the mu- in the music world. Yeah. Joey Jordison from Slipknot mm-hmm. passed away at forty six. Yep. Um, guy uh, from ZZ Top. Yeah. I can uh, not, never remember his name though. What the hell's his name? Dusty Dusty White. Dust is Dusty something. That sounds about right. Uh, um, but yeah, he passed away. Their bass player, uh, Dusty, bass Dusty player. Hill. Dusty Hill. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah. the singer from uh, Metal Metal Church. Metal Church. Yeah, yeah, I'm not overly familiar with them, but uh, I did hear about that one too. I was so, reading. I was reading up on them a little bit. They're apparently. I I don't really know much about them, but they're apparently a, like a huge huge influence on just the metal world in general. Well, they, like it's the Metal Church. They're like that. Well, yeah, that's a that's a fantastic point. Like they were like the origin origin originators of like thrash metal or something like that. I don't know. I don't really know that much about it. I'm just talking out of my ass right yeah. now. Yeah. So shitty day for shitty week for uh, for music, but for yeah. but for the horror community. In uh, I mean, I guess Joey Jordson could kind of fall I into would, that. Category, I would lump him into the actually, horror community. But, yeah, in terms of uh, you know actors <clears throat> and whatnot in horror movies, it's uh, a third week in a row of being pretty quiet. So hopefully that uh, hopefully that stays. Uh, you know what's not pretty quiet, James? Um, what? Predators. That's true. Like, what kind of predators? Like, Chris Hansen style? No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I hope that's not what this is. Uh, so there, we all knew that there was a new Predator movie being made. Okay. Uh, and, uh, Dan Trachtenberg is, uh, directing it. Right on. Uh, and, uh, we have a title for it now. It is called Skull. Oh, is the name of the movie. I did read about this, uh, and a we do bit. have a bit of a synopsis about it, which cool. is exciting. Uh, the movie's almost uh, almost being done being filmed, or done being filmed. Uh, it says here in the film, uh, Amber Midthunder. What a fucking sweet name, by the way. Yeah, I bet Mid- she's I bet she's a babe too. Midthunder. You can't, you can't have that name and not be a babe. <laughs> uh, she stars as a Comanche. Is that how you say it? Comanche? Comanche? Comanche, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Native Americans? Yeah, yeah. Stars as a Comanche woman who goes against the gender norms and traditions to become a warrior. The movie is about, it's an origin story about Predator's very first journey to this planet. So this... this so it's Mulan. But, kind of, yeah. With, <laughs> kind of. But with a, an alien. I love the fact that not only is it a, like, sort of a period piece, like mm-hmm. taking place a long time ago, but it's like Native Americans and stuff. Yeah. 
it's predators versus Native Americans, like warrior Native Americans. That that I am so in for that. Yeah, that's, that sounds incredible. Yeah, that's cool because like the it'll be it'll be like uh, the the predators obviously with all of their technological advances mm-hmm. against probably people with you know very very little in the way of technology to fight against them. Oh yeah. It's all going to be hand-to-hand combat and everything else. Yeah. They're, they're saying that this movie is more um, uh, akin to the original Predator. Mm-hmm. So it's going to have that kind of feeling of one-on-one fighting as opposed yeah, cool. as opposed to what the other uh, a lot of the other ones had. I like that. Change it up. I like that. Um, and they're also saying that, uh, let's see here, I... Uh, uh, for the tone of it, uh, it's it's kind of it's more like The Revenant than any other Predator film. Okay. In, for, in terms of the story, okay. uh, Revenant was incredible. So these were all good things. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Right on. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we keep hearing about this Exorcist sequel that mm-hmm. David Gordon Green uh, is doing, uh, and he has come out and said that uh, his new movie will in fact be a sequel to the original. However, unlike you know, a lot of the like the Halloween, for example, like what he did. It's not completely retconning all of the other sequels. Mm-hmm. Uh, in his in his uh, own words, this is what he has to say about it. He goes, "The Exorcist has been written. That was one of my pandemic projects. It's not inaccurate. Um, it's not inaccurate uh, that it will be a sequel to the original film. I like all the Exorcist movies." Um, and not only do I like them, I think they can all fall into the acceptable mythology for what I'm doing. Uh, it's not like I'm saying, pretend that Exorcist 2 never happened. That's fine to exist. They're all fine to exist. I like them all. So he's not retconning these this time. It's almost like he's doing like it's like a side story. Well, that's the thing about... Like his own branch off. That's the thing about uh, stories of possession. You mm-hmm. know, there's like... It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be Pazuzu. Sure. There's millions of demons, right? Yeah, this, so wasn't, you could, this wasn't the Pazuzu cyst. The Pazuzu cyst. The Pazuzu cyst. <laughs> so, so you, so really, like you know, the the story of of Reagan, uh, and granted, I think it was Pazuzu in all of the previous yeah, Exorcist movies. It was, but still, like you can you can kind of take it in any direction you want, really. Or this is a story about Pazuzu again, and it could be just with other people. Yeah, a different Pazuzu story. Different Pazuzu. The Pazuzu cyst. The Pazuzu files. <laughs> I like that. The Pazuzu files. Um, I know though. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty fun. They haven't really started on it though. He says uh, it's another fun legacy to be a part of, and hopefully we'll get going on that in the near future. So they haven't really started much on it yet. It's just that it's been greenlit, you know, and it is coming. But you're probably looking at a couple of years off at this yeah, point yeah. still. Um, let's see here. Uh, speaking of things that are, have been years off, it's been a long time since we've had any kind of, uh, snake Plissken in our lives. Oh, damn. Uh, and this is just actually kind of an interesting little tidbit here. John Carpenter himself thinks that snake Plissken, uh, deserves a third or maybe even fourth story, hmm. which is pretty exciting. Now, do we think Carpenter's going to actually do it himself? Not at all. <laughs> um, and there is a... Escape from New York reboot that is in the process of being made right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that that will probably kick off its own new series. We're not going to get any more sequels, but sure. I really want to know what John Carpenter's ideas or what he what he wants to see Snake Plissken do now in a third or fourth story. Yeah, that to me is very interesting. Yeah, totally. Um, you escape- don't you don't think he'd have anything to do with it? Oh, he'd probably produce it the way he's doing the Halloween and stuff, right provided on. he felt you know confident in the project. But, sure. I mean, who knows? He might be producing the reboot. I mean. Oh yeah, who knows? Um, he he loves money, so 
And that reboot and, and video games. And that reboot is being uh, made by uh, Lee Winnell. So oh, he's, right he's doing the writing for it. Yep. So uh, anyway, though, yeah, I just thought that was interesting that, that Carpenter uh, has more. Write a book, you know, write write some Snake Plissken novels, John. In between your graphic ex- graphic novels, graphic novels, That'd yeah, be dope. in between your your video games and whatever the fuck else you're doing, or a video game done. How sweet would that be? Fuck yeah, an dude. Escape from New York video game. Yeah, I'm in. I'm surprised that's never been made. I'm in. Well, yes. there was that one that was kind of like that, where the president was kidnapped by ninjas. What what game? What game was that? <laughs> the president was kidnapped by ninjas. Yeah, you never you never played that game. It was like a bra- bad city bad city brawler or something like that. Oh, it was like a side scroller. It was like a like a Double Dragon type side scroller, and you no. had the, your task was saving the president. I don't, I don't think so. It sounds awesome. Though. Oh yeah, it was great. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see here. Um, there's a new Ghostbusters movie coming out, James. Oh, I hadn't heard about this. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> well, let me fill you in. There's a new Ghostbusters movie coming out. Uh, we got a pretty nifty trailer for it the other day. Oh man. Um, one of the things that the the trailer kind of alluded to for the first time is we all knew that the original Ghostbusters were doing something in this movie. Sure. But we didn't know what. Right. Finally, the new trailer gave us a little glimpse of Ray Stantz at the very mm. end in his occult bookstore. Well, you didn't even, you didn't see him, Well, no, but you, you heard his voice. You heard his voice, and you see the neon occult bookstore sign in right. the background, so you know who it is. Right. Um, and then also, Bill Murray has talked about how he got like back problems because of the proton packs, right? But we didn't really know what they were doing. We didn't know what their role in this new movie was going to be. Well, leave it to Hasbro to uh, put out their their upcoming toy line mm-hmm. and give us this little tidbit. Oh, my. Which are the, the figures of the original remaining Ghostbusters in full glory, proton packs and all, not crossing the streams. It's sort of a huge spoiler. Kind of. Right? Kind of. <laughs> it's, it but really, it's, really is. But it's exciting to see them back, It's though. an exciting gray, spoiler. Gray hair and all. Like I'm, I'm pumped for it. Yeah, for see sure. See these guys suiting up. That's cool, man. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely uh I'm definitely in for it. So if you're wondering if they're gonna have a uh ghost busting part in this movie, uh I guess think no more. It's amazing how toys look these days compared to the the bullshit we used to play with. Yeah, but we had imaginations. That's true. Kid, you didn't, you kid, didn't need... Kids these days they don't have imaginations. Come on, come the on. funny thing too is these toys right here, those aren't meant for kids. Oh no, those are like collectors. They're, they're meant yeah. for dudes our I mean, age and older. <laughs> ooh, I want to get the old man, to- the old man <laughs> Ghostbuster toy. Um, okay, a couple of release dates to talk about here. Uh, Shutter's Creep Show season three got a release date. It's nice. going to be coming September twenty third. Cool. Uh, with stars such as like Michael Rooker, James Remar, uh, Ethan Embry is the, going to be one. The Rook, the Remar, and Embry. Embry. Hell yeah. Uh, that's exciting. So, like I said, uh, September twenty third is going to be on Shutter, cool. and then also Amazon's "I Know What You Did Last Summer" series is going to be premiering October of this year. Wow! Uh, that series was produced by James Wan. So, wow! Wow! wow. I don't know why I suddenly started doing Owen. Wilson, <laughs> I don't I have no idea. I, I kind of jumped on it, but um, yeah, pretty. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that. If you didn't know about this, uh, I know what you did last summer is a modern take on the 1997 film that honors the same chilling premise. In a town full of secrets, a group of teenagers are stalked by a mysterious killer after uh, a year after a fatal accident on their graduation night. So uh, I'm into that. Uh, we're big fans of those movies. Maybe yeah. not the third movie, but you know, I, these like these teen reboots that they're they've been doing these days though. Like I, I'm not 100 percent sold on them. Like the Scream show. Yeah. 
the, the I heard the, the Scream show was actually pretty good. The though. Teen Wolf show. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't get into them. I w- I might actually check out Scream at some point in time. Yeah. I've watched one episode of it, and I was I was just like, nah, I yeah. wasn't that impressed. But I, I might, heard I might give it a shot. I heard that Teen point. Wolf show was a little bit shaky, but. Oh god, that one took me a minute, and that's fucking terrible, Mike. I know it is. <laughs> oh, I'm boy. kidding. I'm kidding. Come yeah. on, can't laugh at it. What can you do? All right, uh, James, what's new on Blue? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. I couldn't find anything. Oh, so okay. Did you find anything? Uh, no. Okay. So well, I then... guess I guess there's nothing new on Blue. Yeah. Cool. That's that's what's new on Blue, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess we're going to end here with a. How about this, James? Let's end with a little Strangeland news. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Perk yeah. you up. Yeah. Someone's, <laughs> got, a, someone's got a boner. You peaked my. Well, that's kind of <laughs> what this whole movie's about is boners. It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, okay. So, Strangeland Disciple wow. is the title of the movie that Dee Snyder still wants to make. Fuck yeah. And after many stops and starts, he's still holding out hope that it will get made one day. Um, he was talking to. Uh, what is this? Uh, Phantom Limbs, bloody disgusting. They have an, an article called uh, Phantom Limbs, where they right. talk about movies that haven't happened yet, or you know, that were dead, dead after scripts were written. You know, just little, you know, the Phantom Limbs of the movie industry. Great title. And uh, he's talking to D. Snyder about Strangeland, and we have a synopsis for what this movie would be. Hit me with it. And I'm. Pr- it sounds pretty baller. Okay. Um. So Captain Howdy is. Uh, it starts. Uh, he said uh, that's here. Picking up uh, where the last one left off. It literally starts with an autopsy of Captain Howdy's body. I was gonna say picking up where the last one left off was uh, watching Captain Howdy's body slowly slough off in pieces because it was burning. Mm-hmm. So he's so dead. I'm not sure how this whole entire thing. Uh, I'm not sure how this whole entire thing comes together because he did die, right? Yeah, he's dead. Oh, he's so dead. He's so dead. But uh, he goes on to say he comes out into the world 20 years later where he's a legend. He's like Charles Manson. Uh, he has people who admire him and look up to him, send marriage proposals to him. He comes into this world and everything picks up 20 years later, which is interesting. Um, apparently, Mike Gage is back in it, the cop, okay. the dad. All right. He's been watching this whole thing happen. And the movie is about... Did you did you ever watch season two of fuck? What was that show um, with Kevin Bacon? Uh, the following. D- oh yeah, okay. Did you ever watch season two of that? Bits and pieces, never so, the whole thing. Season two was about the serial killer who had all of these like, fans, basically cults. Yeah, like a cult, right? right? That's exactly what this is. the The disciples are all these people that look at Captain Howdy like he's some sort of like god, basically. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like they're disciples of Captain Howdy, but they don't really understand the truth of just how fucked up he was. So there's people that are, like, are putting this weird emphasis on the Captain Howdy character, which is weird because he was like a pedophile murderer. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, was he a was he a pedophile? Oh yeah, the, the t- teenage girls that he uh, would go in the chat rooms with in the beginning. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, was oh, he yeah. specifically looking for underage girls? That's I can't, I, mean, I can't remember. In, I haven't, I haven't watched it in a he few was years. In teen chat club, okay. chat group. So all yeah. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know how this would happen, but it's just I'm, I'm excited to hear that this, that what the idea would be, and I want to see this movie even more now. So what's D's uh, involvement then? I think that he was going to direct it again. Oh, right so on. like it's his movie. Okay, cool. So kind of like how, uh, um, 
I love Strangeland. It was one of those weird little gems that like I just randomly caught on Showtime mm-hmm. when I was younger. And it was one of those movies where I saw I was young enough when I saw it that it made me like deeply uncomfortable. I was like this movie like I didn't I didn't really know that much about D Snyder at the time. I didn't know who he was. All I knew is that he scared the shit out of me in that movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and then I like learned more about D Snyder, Twisted Sister mm-hmm. and then and realized what an amazing badass he is in real life. But uh yeah. That's uh, that's cool. I'm excited about that. Yeah, so am I. Uh, I was going to say, it's it's kind of like Todd McFarlane with his own property. He wants to make his own movie. For Steve sure. Snyder is making his own. That's cool. Uh, from everything that I've I've read. So. Diver uh, down. It's, it's pretty cool, though. Um, di- diver down. Diver baby. down. Love it down your throat. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's all we got for uh, for news here. That's the fucking, that's the news I want to hear is a Holliston season three. Fuck. Come on. Adam Green. Shudder. You son of a bitch. It's not Green's fault. Uh, Shudder would be the place to do it because both of the seasons are on Shudder. I don't Like, why have they not done it? Don't yet? know. It's ridiculous. I don't know. I'm hoping that they're just like, they did green light it and they're working on it and they're just going to like drop it on people. Yeah. I like That's that. what I hope. I like that. So, yeah. Anyway, cool. Um, that's, it. that's it. So, uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break here. And then when we come back, we're going deep. We're going blue. We're going to see. Yeah. Seest. <laughs> Deepest, bluest, seest. Throughout this dulcy, faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. Finally happening. Fuck yeah. Finally. After <laughs> after thinking we already did it years ago. <laughs> uh Deep Blue Sea, the first of our first of two of our final shark movies for Shark Month. Yeah. Finally. I think nobody ever wants to hear us talk about sharks ever again. Until next year when we do another full shark month. Fuck yeah, we are. <laughs> Deep Blue Sea from 1999, directed by Rennie Harlan, uh, who did classics like Prison, mm-hmm. which is great. If you've never seen Prison, it's fantastic. Okay. Uh, Die Hard 2. Yeah. <sighs> Die Harder. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Uh, Cliffhanger. Whoa. <laughs> and uh, Exorcist the Beginning. Why'd you do why'd you do a Keanu thing? I don't know. <laughs> it just it seemed like it seemed like the thing to do. Um, that was supposed to be Stallone, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Searching for a cure for Alzheimer's disease, a group of scientists on an isolated research facility become the prey as a trio of intelligent sharks fight back. Yeah. That's, that's fucking deep and blue. This this movie, whenever whenever I think about it, I can only think of one thing. And that is Dr. Evil being like, I want sharks with freaking lasers on their head. <laughs> Even though there's no lasers on their heads. These would be the sharks to have them. These would be the sharks. Because they, they would know how to properly wield them. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Half human, half sharks. <sighs> At least according to LL they are. Man-made terror. Hungry jaws of death. Oh. Don't if, you've, if you've... I, we talked about it enough on this show. But if you've never actually listened... To the LL Cool J's deepest bluest song from this movie, you're missing out. It's a it's a treat. Oh, dude! It's it's a uh... so good. 
It's something else, is what it is. Uh, it's uh, it's no it's no T U R T L E power. Ooh, jam. Because that might be the single greatest rap song ever written for a movie. Yep. Yep. Um, and when I say might be, I mean definitely is. Definitely is. Oh yeah. Oh, but yeah. this is a this is probably like in the top three, I'd say. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah, it's up there. It's a fantastic track. Um, a okay. real a real banger. So we've both obviously seen this movie plenty of times too many times yeah um but we've never actually bro- i've never actually sat and broken it down i remember this movie being uh like the one th- another thing that i remember about this movie a lot <clears throat> is like the sharks looking absolutely terrible right because it was early cg and i was pleasantly surprised now that i'm actually paying attention to it i'm pleasantly surprised that like most of the sharks actually in this movie are practical yeah the sharks look pretty fucking good in this they movie, do dude. and you can there's, tell there's a few shots where there's a, a little a little strange looking but like which i'm totally okay with anytime the sharks are like sort of above the water attacking mm-hmm. they look really fucking good dude. they they do and um like even the big old one they had in that holding tank when they were doing the uh the the brain sucking thing you know oh yeah, yeah like yeah. that was a whole that was a real shark yeah in there whatever everything every it looked really really good i i've come to realize especially after watching the meg that I prefer my animal attack movies, not just shark attack movies, but I prefer my animal attack movies to be as least realistic as possible. Definitely. Like, even in terms of the way that the animals look, I'd much rather see a shitty animatronic than something that is really good CG trying to make it look real. I don't know why that is. Oh, no. But I, it just I, makes it better for oh, some Oh, I totally reason. agree with you. Here's the thing, though. These were not shitty animatronics. Like... These were pretty sophisticated machines that they built. Oh yeah, for this light. absolutely. Uh, but you could still tell they were fake, though. Like you could, you could, you could look at them and never mistake it for being a real shark, which adds to the charm of this kind of movie. Yeah, yeah, you're you're not wrong, but you're but there's also like there are certain scenes where you know it's like certain scenes where it's a little more frenetically paced, where they're just giving you like brief clips of the shark. Yeah, where it looks pretty, it looks pretty good. It does. Like it looks pretty. Like especially, um, I'm thinking like um, the scenes, like the the one scene with Preacher, where he's in the kitchen, stuck mm-hmm. in the stove. LL baby. LL ladies love Cool James, and also uh, the scene where um, what the hell? I can't. Susan. Yeah. Is that her name? Uh, yes. Where Susan was like in her office trying to find her files. You know. Oh, those that that looked really good. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. Then, but then there's scenes like where Sam Jackson gets killed. That the shark Whoa. looks fucking awful. Spoilers, dude. Yeah, come on. Yeah, um, it looks terrible though. Like I watched it in slow mo. Don't do that. But, <laughs> but that being said, that's possibly one of the best deaths in all of horror history. Oh, I don't know about horror history, James. Well, that's that's a pretty tall order there. Well, because think <clears throat> think about what this movie. What like this movie didn't have a lot of at the time. So this came out in ninety nine. Uh, ninety nine. Whoa. Ninety nine. Um, it, it didn't have a lot of huge names in it. Sure, it did. Tom Jane. I guess he wasn't big at the time. This though. was Thomas Jane's first but movie. Sam, Sam Jackson was big. Cool well, not Jay first was big. movie, but this is like his his breakout movie. You know, uh, uh, Stellan Starsgard has been huge for a long time. But Sam Jackson, Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport was just a stand up yeah, comedian. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Ladies Love Cool James was just a rapper. Uh, Everyone knew who he was though. As a rapper. As a, as just a as a a famous person. My point is. Sam Jackson was already he was he was 
he was the biggest name in this movie. Mm-hmm. And he was the one who was kind of level-headed throughout everything. And then he gives this big, amazing, kind of kind of like corny, you know, like overly dramatic speech. And, and he's kind of like getting the troops rallied. And, and you're like, fuck yeah, we're going to beat these sharks. And then he just gets eaten. It's amazing. Like, it's it's one of the best. Because I'm sure. Like, wait, did so, you say those LL or Sam Jackson? Sam Jackson. Okay, I thought, I thought you were talking about LL for some Oh, time. sorry. No, if I did, I meant Sam Jackson. But uh, he's. You it thought, comes out of nowhere. You thought he was going to be the guy to, like, lead them out of that place. Because mm-hmm. it was Sam Jackson. Like, sure. you, don't kill, you don't kill him off. This is the guy that survived uh, an avalanche. Right. Yeah, they set. Yeah, they set up the whole story, making him out to be the survivor, the ultimate survivor, right? And then just eaten. I do love a pretty, pretty unceremoniously. Like he just, it just happens like within two seconds, and he's gone. Did you notice how all the sharks, they, they, or at least maybe, maybe it's the same shark. Who knows? But like, they all eat the same way. They'll grab the person, bring them underwater, shake them around like a Rottweiler, like a break, break them in half, and then swallow them in two parts. Every person that dies, that same exact thing happens to him. Do you actually see him get fully eaten? I can't remember. No, I think they just take him. They take him under, and that's pretty much the end of it. That's actually how sharks eat, though. Is it? Well, they yeah. Have you ever noticed when, uh, like, watching footage of a of a great white grab like a a big piece of bait or something? Sharks don't really. Sharks, uh, they saw back and forth, so they they shake their head. And it and it creates like a sawing motion. That's true. I guess when they're like whenever you see uh, videos of them eating like a like a dead whale on the surface or whatever, they'll yeah. come up and they'll tear. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of like uh, in I've always thought of the vampires in Thirty Days of Night as being in, inspired by the way a shark feeds. Oh, I could see that because yeah. like in Thirty Days of Night, they they're not like a typical vampire where they just bite in and then suck the blood. They actually saw back and forth to open up all the you know the, open up the whole jugular. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So yeah. I get that. Uh, and and it, it's so clear something up for me here. Sure. The these are Mako sharks. They are which supposed I'm, to be Mako sharks. I'm so yes. glad that they went with Mako sharks in this movie because great white sharks, I feel like they've been overdone. They've they've been overdone. Like they've had their day, right? Sure. They've had their day in the spotlight. Um and it, even on even like that's one of my biggest gripes on uh on actual Shark Week on um the Discovery Channel. Everything is about is great white. Is it Discovery Channel? Yeah. Yeah. Everything was always about great whites. Like every once in a while they would throw in some other stuff, but I'm like, fuck, I want to know. I want to know about bull sharks. I want to know about tiger sharks. I want to know about hammerheads for crying out loud. They're oh, there's amazing. A lot, there's a lot of stuff about hammerheads, but yeah. They do mostly great white sharks, though. They're the carpenters of the sea. <laughs> hammerheads. <laughs> uh, and, and I'm. Mako's will repaint your car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, better get Mako. Um, but that's the thing. like Mako's look dope and mean. They do. They're uh, kind of small, they, but they they are kind of small. But they're it's it's something about like how streamlined they are, like mm-hmm. how pointy. Sure, they just look like they can move through the water so fast, and their teeth are really terrifying looking. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, so I went. I, I'm glad they went with Mako's in this movie. Um. They're, they they and the coloring is striking too, like how dark the top is of their body compared to how light the under like the belly yeah, is. Yeah, I I just think it, it's a really cool striking look. One thing about the sharks in this movie and in the next movie and in almost every movie is they're 
shark movies have a really difficult time staying consistent with the size of the shark. It changes for whatever scene they're shooting. It changes. Either they make it way too big or they make it when, when there's a human next to them, they're suddenly not near as big as they were the scene before. I, both well, of these movies this week had that problem. Well, in this movie, so they explain there's there's Gen 1, right? And Gen 2. Is there a Gen 3? I think it was just Gen 1. Gen, Gen 1, two. Gen 2. The two Gen 1 sharks were like, um, what were they, like like 12 feet, something like that? Something like that, yeah. I feel like they stayed pretty consistent. They claimed that the big one at the end was 45 foot long. Which is that is what they claim. Which is twice the size of even like the biggest great white yeah. shark. But if you watch it though, when they're in the water with it and all that, that shark ain't no forty five foot long. No, like no. it's it's just not. I feel like, like they, that's one of those lines where like somebody just yelled the line out, <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, we just we'll keep it. Nobody's gonna notice." Maybe, maybe, but because they they also say that it's eight thousand pounds. Yeah, there's no fuck. There's there's no shark that heavy let alone a mako like makos are it's got heavy brain <laughs> i think the largest mako ever caught was like 1300 pounds yeah you know yeah makos are pretty small actually too well They're so that's not that's one of the things animals. i was asking i was going to say is 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 the size of these sharks is it related is, is it is it related to the fact that they've been kind of genetically altered like I, do they grow bigger because Maybe they've they've, been they, never, they didn't touch on it though, right. so maybe right. I think maybe we're looking too much into it as well. well but no, I, they don't touch on that though. Listen, come correct with this that's, stuff that's if you're gonna that's, if that's <laughs> like explain this shit to us. I, I apologize. Otherwise, we are going to pick it apart because that's what we do. No, I'm not. Um, I'm not saying you. I'm saying them. So if you've never seen Deep Blue Sea though, uh, the, the the point of the movie is this: you have uh, they're 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 out on like this. Uh, was it an old oil rig or something? No, it was an old submarine refilling station or something like that that they had converted yeah, into had like a science like... Uh, research center right. where they can study these uh, mako sharks. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to use the shark's brain, like um, DNA or matter, whatever it is, the brain juice. There's a, pr- to a, pr- there's a protein. The protein, yeah, to use it to cure Alzheimer's. Right. Because it has like a, a protein in it that can revitalize dead tissue, basically, right. or keep it from dying, or that kind of stuff. And there's there's also a lot of misinformation about sharks in this movie. Like they, oh yeah, they say like they say well, sharks sharks never sleep and they don't get cancer and they, uh, yeah, and sharks get cancer and they they do sleep or they rest anyway. They kind of they kind of yeah. do like a. I think they do they, do they always don't? have to continue forward motion. Yes. Yeah. Because they, because that, because like, well, I know like that we they learned, can't go backwards. Well, like we learned last week, sharks cannot pass water through their gills on their own, so they have to move in order to get the oxygen from the water. Right. So okay, this could be a correction for next week. Do sure. sharks sleep? Sharks do. Well, they have like I think they I I think it's like because uh, I know it's like do- an autopilot thing. Isn't I know it? that dolphins uh, dolphins like keep one eye open when mm-hmm. they sleep. And it's almost like they shut off one half of their brain and keep the other. This also might be a correction, but this is what I've heard. That they kind of keep one half of their brain functioning while the other half rests. And okay. then they and then they can kind of switch it over. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's true. I need to <laughs> Sounds look at right. I'm not a I'm not a marine biologist, you guys. You're not, you're not a dolphin expert? Come on. Um, anyway, I, though, yeah. So you have Saffron Burrows, who plays Dr. Susan McAllister. She's a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> She's a tasty little snack. 
fucking shark snack, right? <laughs> she's uh, a she's a mega babe, but also a mega douche in this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, she really is. It's it's. She it's, only cares about the people with Alzheimer's. Apparently, it's <laughs> what a douche. What a dick. <laughs> well, it's kind of weird. Like she's she has good intentions, but she's obviously clearly gone overboard. Oh yeah, with like she's in over her head. She's got a one track mind. Like nothing's going to stop her from getting her. It's it's kind of hard to it's a confusing character. It's hard to look at her like a like a bad guy, mm-hmm. but she sort of is. She like well, she's, she's kind an unwilling. Of a, she's, she's an unwilling bad guy. She's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, like she doesn't she doesn't realize until the very end that how big of a piece of shit she is. Right. So there's like a there's sort of a, a sympathetic thing to her character, but it doesn't really work. Well, and that's the thing. It's like you sense this sort of uh, like a, um, a a blooming kind of connection like even a romantic connection between her and carter yep played by thomas jane yep blonde thomas jane blonde thomas jane weird the weirdest of the tom james get out right (laughs) i mean come on you want to talk about a snack that's a whole feast right there um but no plain jane here (laughs) but like you you see this kind of blossoming what seems like a romance between the two of them but he's also He's also, uh, he also thinks she's a kind of a piece of shit mm-hmm. because of the, it's, it's a very, it's, 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 it's like a weird sort of confusing, uh, it's complicated. It's, it's, it's fucking complicated. Facebook <laughs> official. It's complicated. So Carter though, Thomas Jane Carter is like basically the shark wrangler. He's like a professional shark, like handler, diver, whatever you want to call it. But he also has a very colorful past. And uh, he's there because the pay is good. They didn't. They don't care about his past, but it comes back to haunt him a little. I don't. Bit. I don't create waves. <laughs> that there was, sounds like <laughs> there was a I, there was a little bit of uh, there was a little. Do you remember? Do you remember how he talked in nineteen twenty two? On yes, yes. He, he, he was just he talked like this all the time. I'm gonna put her. <laughs> I'm gonna put her in the well, and I hear the rats in the walls. And, <laughs> There was like a there was there was a slight there was a slight bit of that in this performance a little like bit. where I can see that. where he was he didn't talk like that exactly but you could kind of hear that little bit of a southern twang a little bit a little bit a little bit um, I don't actually know where's where's Thomas Jane from is he is he southern I have no idea actually look it up uh, while I go through the rest of the cast here um, you have like I said you have, that's Doctor Susan and Carter uh, also on the team is Michael Rappaport who plays uh, Tom. Uh, Tom is kind of like the neurotic sort of, uh, he was the guy that like did the, the, um, uh, the, 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 all the computer the, shit, computer stuff. Basically. Yeah. Like, like, couldn't I, think of the word. Yeah. He was, I liked Michael Rappaport in this movie. So did I, uh, you have Stellan, the amazing Stellan Skarsgård who played Jim, uh, who was like the, the smartest person in the world. Like uh-huh. he's the one that like basically invented all this stuff. He, he's the one making it happen along with uh, Susan. Then you have L.L. Preacher, who was the chef. Damn, uh, Sherman Dudley. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, Jacqueline uh, McKenzie, who plays Janice, one of the other uh, people on board. I don't know what her role was. I think she was just like a another biologist or whatever. Janice, yeah. Yeah, she yeah. was just kind of there. Um, she was, it, it, it was, it was also, uh, she was, her and Stellan Skarsgård were an thing. item. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. She was very upset when he died. She was very upset. She must have liked him. Oh, suck it up, you know. <laughs> his death sucked. Like, what a way to go. Oh yeah. Because he f- <laughs> he gets his arm eaten off. 
They hate me. A fucking shark ate me. <laughs> Dude, have you ever seen that Chappelle show? I have, with the, yes, oh my god. Yes. I know it's the wrong character, but it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it gets his arm um, bitten off. He, they try to airlift him out, but there's a storm, so they drop him in the water. Oh and then a shark doesn't eat him. He, he, he just grabs his backboard and then rams him into the glass. He literally becomes he becomes shark bait at that moment. It's like fishing with a helicopter. <laughs> And they do. But they do that in a lot of shark movies. These sharks are so like cold and calculating at this point that they're like, no, we don't need to eat him. We're going <laughs> to smash him into the uh, into the unbreakable glass. It's like insult to injury. It really and he's still alive because he's hooked up to an oxygen tank. So he's alive for all this. Yep. Oh, just yep. awful. Uh yeah, I love I love the fact that uh when the when the the glass broke after he got smashed into it and everything started flooding out. I was having like, I guess I didn't love this, but I was having like PTSD of my work. <laughs> everything flooding out. I'm like, Oh God, <laughs> I can't get away from the floods. <laughs> it was very, that scene, uh, actually quite a, quite a bit of this movie that it kind of, uh, was reminiscent of, Whoa, that was, that wasn't even, you're on, you're on that fire wasn't tonight. even a voice crack. <clears throat> Hold on. It was very reminiscent of uh, of the uh, the Jaws Jaws uh, three three yeah yeah I uh, ish yeah I could I could see that you know what I mean I could see that I mean little bits of it because they didn't have a whole underwater complex well, but just that tube that all the people were in well but then there was that scene in the control room where the the really shitty scene where the the stationary shark comes oh and yeah. smashes the glass you're and right, fills up the right. control room <laughs> like that was how could i forget that that was beat for beat sort of like that that scene where the the shark smashes scars into the uh into the glass kind and, of so when the it's funny when they're when when the helicopter comes to airlift them out and there's like the big uh storm coming the helicopter ends up crashing into the topside part of the research facility. Yeah. Why were why were all those buildings so combustible? Like why did the whole thing explode? Like areas that weren't even connected <laughs> to the helicopter. Well, well, hold on. It Rappaport's character was sealing off the the fuel pumps or whatever. Okay. But there was still obviously a lot of fuel on this on this place like you had to keep you had to keep the lights on somehow true right so i'm assuming solar baby so you would think that in the middle of the ocean solar would probably be the best way to go right it's 21 years ago there's solar back then though wasn't there yeah oh yeah yeah they've had it on calculators for like 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 50 years yeah all you got to do is put like nine thousand t83s on top of the building you know reroute the reroute the power (laughs) perfect um yeah, I, I just thought that was funny though. The whole place just completely just goes up in, in an explosion. It's just like, why did the whole thing explode? Yeah, and then it poor, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Poor Brenda is up in the tower. I liked Brenda. She was just she was like a She's fun. Awesome. It was <laughs> yeah. She was just a, a a nice, just a nice girl who just seemed like she really loved her job out on this freaking this death rig, and she just gets burnt up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Poor uh, meanwhile, LL and his bird are in the uh, in the kitchen. They're getting their shit right. I think the bird steals the show for me. There is a scene where <laughs> LL is just calling for his bird, and it is the most heartbreaking scene. It is. Because he just misses his bird. That's what I was going to say. So, so this, this trend of uh, casting rappers, right? Mm-hmm. In all the movies where they cast rappers, the rappers still sort of play their... Like they're they're 
their personas. Well, they're basically just playing themselves, yeah. kind of. You know, LL Cool J really kind of, really kind of dialed in the the sympathetic feels in this movie. Oh yeah, like he he was pretty good. I think LL might have been the best part of this movie. Eh. <laughs> I don't know if he's the best part. I I think so. I think he adds levity to the whole thing because without LL. Without his character, it's just a mindless Shark Attack movie. His character, I feel like, kind of brings a little bit more to the table. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, because, like, the rest is it, it, is just, like, a, it's like a shark hunt movie. Yeah. yeah, basically. But, like, what he goes through, and, I, I, like... I, that he, scene where he gets into the oven and whatnot, where the sharks, like, everything's, like, half-flooded. Which, why, were the, why was everything half-flooded? Why did, like, why do those hallways not continue to fill up? He LL never shut any doors after the water started coming. That's true. That doesn't make a lot a lot of it sense. It really doesn't. <laughs> and they even say it. They go level two's half flooded. How? How's it? How's it? Unless did they somehow manage to seal off mechanically, like seal off level two? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, speaking of which, that scene. That's very Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, this whole movie screams Jurassic Park to me. It's Jurassic Water Park. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what the that's Jurassic what this, splash pad. <laughs> that's what this whole movie is. I mean, it, it's 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 uh, man made or like uh, like yeah, like man kind of playing God and, yep. and playing with nature, and it ends up going horribly awry. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think any lawyers are killed in the shitter. No, not as in this far point. as I can remember. But. Closest thing would be Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson is one of the suits that yeah. basically controls the funding for this whole operation. Right, and he goes down there to they. Uh, Susan begs her, begs them for one more weekend worth of research before yeah. they pull the plug. Yeah, and then she'll get them results and this and that. So he's there to kind of oversee it and celebrate with them if it if it happens. Um, so that's why he's there. So I guess he'd be the closest thing to. to he'd be uh, the closest thing to the. Uh, to Edinburgh? Yeah, to the the lawyer, I guess. Oh, to the lawyer? Yeah. And he kind of he's not really he could be shitting in the wetsuit. But he's the but he's <laughs> but he's the guy funding everything. He's more like he's he's more like uh why can't I think of the doc's name? Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Oh, uh Susan. No. No, no, no. In Jurassic Park. Oh, oh god. Um the guy uh, the guy whose fucking island it is. Yeah, uh uh <clears throat> I can't why oh my god. I can't think of his name. What is wrong with me? Yep. Hammond. Hammond. Hammond, yes. Yes. Um, yeah, he's kind of that. John Hammond. John Hammond. He's kind of that character. Yeah, kind of. I'm just saying, like, in terms of it, though, he's the closest <laughs> thing that there would be to sure, the yeah. lair. Yeah. And maybe he was shitting in his wetsuit while while the shark ate him. So maybe it was the same thing. He com- he completely <laughs> he completely missed <laughs> missed the point when they told him if you're getting cold in your wetsuit, just go to the bathroom. <laughs> he just shits himself. <laughs> In his wetsuit. It's insulation. Um, yeah, it's uh, it is very Jurassic Park though. Like when yeah. I was watching it, I was like, "This is a perfect sister movie to go with." Jurassic. I mean, Jurassic Park is far and away the better movie. But yeah. like um, that. That being said, though, this movie's not bad. <clears throat> like it's not even joke bad. I, I actually, like- I actually think that it's pretty competently made. the The fact that the that it's not all bad CG helps it immensely. It's a good, stupid early two thousands or late nineties rather, uh, popcorn movie. I've always liked this movie. Yeah, I have. I've 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 seen it like probably more than a person should see this movie. <laughs> but uh, it, it was always one of those movies that popped up on on TV all the time, and mm-hmm. I've always watched it. And I don't know. It's just a good like action. 
romp. I love it's a good I, action romp. I love I love animal attack movies. Oh, as do I. Um, it's one of my favorite subgenres. So yeah, and sharks. I've always loved sharks. And 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 sharks with big brains. Yeah, get out of town, dude. <laughs> I I honestly think that the shark exploitation subgenre of shark exploitation of animal attack movies is my favorite. Of all the different so animal getting, attack movies, you're getting real specific here. Yeah, I. So we're going animal attack, and then shark exploitation. Shark exploitation you know, is the uh, well. There's like bear exploitation. There's spider exploitation. Piranha exploitation. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, but like of all the big ones, though, I feel like shark attack movies are some of the most popular. Yeah, and I love them all. And the shittier they are, the better. <laughs> If Cruel Jaws has taught me anything, Cruel Jaws, the shittier the better. What a jam, dude! So, that was, um, a, that was a great movie. I th- I I think that. Uh, so I remember I remember the first time I ever saw this movie. Um. So Saffron Burrows, who plays uh, Susan. Susan. Her her spoilers. Her death at the end is very like is very shocking to me. Yeah, it was because you don't expect her to die. Yeah. She's, like you, she's there like all you the think she's the gonna end. have this kind of this this moment where she realizes, oh, what I've been doing here is, I'm I'm playing God, I'm I, I'm I'm doing this for what seems like noble reasons, but I'm putting other people at risk to to like to to accomplish what I want. Yeah, and you think that at the end they're gonna have that moment, you know, where her and Thomas Jane reunite. And they're like, and, and she's like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to play God anymore. And then they kiss and then whatever the fuck. And then LL comes swimming out, out. You think he's dead and he comes swimming up and he's like. Did they actually kiss? No, she fucking Okay, that's died, what I thought. Dude. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, I was going to say, did she, I miss that? When she goes, <laughs> she goes, I know. Okay, hold on though. This scene frustrates me so much because uh, um, Preacher, mm-hmm. he was horribly injured. Oh, yeah. And he was also laying down on a on a cement slab that was like down a huge flight of stairs that he would have had to crawl up yeah because he was horribly injured and bleeding out he would have had to crawl up this thing guy's a trooper she, neither one of them bothered to tell him the plan <laughs> he just figured it like out. the whole thing where they poured the gunpowder into the harpoon and then and then he said touch this touch this to the positive thing on the battery <laughs> And we'll we'll make the shark go boom. Nobody said we'll make that. the shark go boom. <laughs> Nobody said that to to preacher. No, maybe just overheard him. So how the fuck? No, he's dude, good, he's good at lip reading from 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 far away. It's part it's part of learning how to train a bird. Oh, he's he he learns. I was, see, he I listens was, like the bird. I was gonna say it's part of being a chef. because oh, preacher's the chef on this rig. Yeah. I was, it's part of being a chef, like when you're when you're working, uh, like if you work at one of those places where it's got the window in between yep. the dining room and the you're looking out there and you're like reading people's lips to see what they think of the food. Uh-huh. So maybe, right. that's maybe, it. okay, that's it. okay, maybe that's your answer. But he some like she doesn't even bother to like go, hey preacher, I'm going to cut myself and jump in the water okay. so that this fucking thing comes to eat me so that you guys can accomplish what we set out to do here. She doesn't tell him that. So, so, so all on, she just jumps into the like. If he hadn't picked up on the subtle clues of mm-hmm. what was going on and crawled up the stairs in time I to touch be, the wire to the fucking positive terminal, 
I gotta then be honest. She would have died for nothing. I gotta be honest. If what? if if you're one of the survive three remaining survivors of a giant shark that needs to be killed, mm-hmm. and you see them doing something, and there's a giant harpoon gun with a like bomb attached to it, and their car battery, and it's all sitting right there, it's pretty easy to put two and two together. <laughs> oh, I should probably shoot the shark with this. <laughs> no, you're wrong. You're wrong. Fair enough. Like, um, like maybe the idea of shooting the shark, yes, but like, like touching it to the battery is that the first thing that you would think about? No, I guess that part's weird. That part's weird. Or even, or even after you watch this crazy chick dive into the water with a apparently forty five foot, eight thousand pound mako shark. After you watched her dive in, would your first reaction be to crawl to the top of the stairs that she was just at the top of? I mean, maybe no. I don't you, know. No, it's I not. wanted to get a good good view for the show. <laughs> and also, I mean, she really didn't have to die because the sharks the entire time. So the the whole thing is these sharks now have big brain power. Mm-hmm. They're working with the big brain. They're they're learning, and they have hurt. They've su- successfully herded these humans into different parts of the of this complex. And the, the 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 idea the entire time was never to really never to really kill the humans off. It was so that they could systematically flood the complex, which would bring it lower, which would bring the fencing around the outside of the complex lower, so that the sharks could escape and yes. be in the open sea. Yes, you got kind of kind of genius. You got three of you left. You're living right. Help is on the way. The shark, like, just let it get out. Oh, and then no. and then worry no, about because, and then worry about that afterward. No, because then if that shark breeds and then its babies have big old brains, then you're creating an entire shark population with big ass brains. And mm-hmm. and and if they're anything like humans, if they are half human, they're gonna fuck just for the fun of it because that's what humans do. <laughs> so there's gonna be lots of babies. There's no shark prophylactics. You know what I'm saying? So sharkalactics. <laughs> <laughs> they just they they smear the poison from a puffer fish all over. <laughs> listen, listen. If if a if if a creature if if a if an animal a species of animal finds a way to become the dominant species on this earth, but it didn't find the way. We we gave it to. We them. did. It. Yeah. So so a bit of a chimera. So, so maybe we deserve that. Then you know. True. Maybe we deserve that. If you're gonna create a super species. Mm-hmm. Maybe you deserve... Deal with the consequences. Yeah, maybe you deserve the consequences that come with the creation of that species. That's fair. And That's just a fair stay... Point. A, and really, which all, is, which is really why she all died, you would though, have to, to bring really it, all you would have to do is just stay out of the fucking water. To bring it all back around, though, that's why... Uh, that's why she sacrificed herself at the end because she did kind of come full circle. Uh-huh. She realized this was all her fault, and I do need to, to to draw attention to the fact that she was gonna die anyway because when she cut herself, she literally was bleeding like jam. <laughs> it was like squeezable, like Smucker's like strawberry jam. So she was already living with some <laughs> some very severe like coagulation problem. Exactly. So she her, she was not long for this world. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> I bet it's like, that is the single worst bit of blood. You go to the Halloween store and buy fake blood. It'll look more real than whatever shit they came up with on set for this. <laughs> Absolutely awful. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else to say about this? Not really. I love this movie. It's I great. like it, dude. It's a fun movie. Uh, One thing that I, that I didn't realize until I had read about it, but it's actually kind of cool. Yeah. Um, 
two things. I mean, obviously, every single shark movie, I'm going to get into this a lot with the Meg. Every single shark movie has to put odes into Jaws oh, of somehow, some way. Yeah. At the very beginning of it, uh, of the movie, Tom Jane runs uh, or dives into the water uh, after a shark that has a license plate lodged into its teeth. Yeah. That license plate is the exact same license plate they pull out of the gut of the shark that oh, the autopsy throw on, on the dock. Yep. Oh, dude. It's the exact same license plate from Jaws. And then also, the three sharks are killed in the same ways and in the same order as the sharks in Jaws, Jaws 2, and Jaws 3. Okay, so in in Jaws, he's uh, he's blown up. He's blown up. First one dies from the uh, from the explosion in the water. <sighs> Which one was that? That was, uh, fuck. Who? Uh, um, I can't think of who that was. Something. I know that preacher preacher kills two of them. Preacher kills. Preacher kills no, two. Pre- preacher kills one. He electrocutes. Because there's only three sharks. Preacher kills one by electrocuting it, which is the end of Jaws 2. No, Susan electrocutes one. No. Oh, yeah, you're right. Susan does. I'm sorry. Yeah, Susan so, does. So Preacher blows one up yeah, yeah. in the preacher, kitchen. Preacher blows one up in the kitchen, so that's the first, That's Jaws 1. Yeah. Uh, Susan electrocutes it, which is Jaws 3. Wait, no, it's Jaws 2. Or Jaws 2, rather. Yeah. And then Jaws 3, how does it... It's blown up again on Jaws 3, right? Isn't it not... I don't I think that remember. it is. Oh yeah, because he yeah. he reaches in with the hook and pulls the pin on the grenade. Yep. Yeah. So they they kill the the sharks in the same way as okay. the the three movies. Yep. Just right. was, but way to leave out Jaws the Revenge. Yeah. What Come the on. Hell? What the fuck? That's the best one. Stab <laughs> stabbing him with the mast of a ship. <laughs> That's the best one. <laughs> oh my god! I wouldn't. As, as, yeah. as he jumps out of the water and roars like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. They could have totally put that in. Absolutely, they could have. Yeah, but uh, anyway, that's uh, that's Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, it's great. Check it out. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't watched it yet, what are you doing? Exactly right. Just watch it. All right, uh, moving on here to the Meg from 2018, directed by John Turtletop. Uh, John Turtletop has uh, has directed many many uh, scary movies, such as Three Ninjas, dude. Such as Cool Runnings. Such as Phenomenon. Bro. Oh, yeah. The Travolta Vehicle. <laughs> and also my two personal favorite movies, National Treasure 1 and 2. What? Oh, yeah. Who? Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Where? <laughs> A group of scientists exploring the Marianas Trench encounter the largest marine predator that has ever existed, the Megalodon. Um... Uh, Sorry, I'm I'm still I'm still stuck on this guy's uh, pedigree. Like that's <laughs> that is a that is a that is a dominant list of movies. Right? Cool Runnings. While you were sleeping, dude. I just see I, I I'm seeing that right now. I mean, come on, dude. dude guy, guy knows what's up. <laughs> Sandy Bullock. So I have a question Young for Sandy you. Bullock. In the in the in the in the in the, in the world of movies, you know. Uh, you have all your subgenres, and I, I'm confused as to where I want to put this movie. Is it in the sh- the killer sharks sub- subgenre, okay, or yeah. is it in the Jason Statham subgenre? You can't be both. Why? I it's a don't... Jason Statham killer shark movie. If I had it here, it's the best. I, it's the it? best of both worlds. It is the I'm best just, of both saying. worlds. I'm just saying. I feel um, like this was more of a like movie was, about Jason Statham yeah. than it was The Shark. I would put this under the Jason Statham column. Yeah. yeah. And I also didn't like The Shark in this movie at all. Um, And this is the movie that made me realize I prefer my shark movies with shitty looking sharks. 
Because even though the shark was obviously very blown out of proportion and not real, yeah, I didn't like the fact that they tried to make the CG look as realistic as possible. That just took it away from me for some reason. Like I like either really shitty CG or practical. I mean, obviously practical is better, but um, shitty practical for shark movies. I'm not gonna go so far as to say that. Like I, I appreciate good CG. I, um, I appreciate it too, but like, I don't have the same kind of fun though. You know, like, yeah. like I enjoyed the movie, but I didn't have the same level of fun as I do at the shitty '90s and '80s movies where they didn't have those, you know, CG effects. Yeah. Well, and the problem with Meg is there's no way to do this practically. No, there's not. It's just too huge. You know, another movie though that has a really big problem keeping its size proportions correct scene to scene because um, they're all over the map in this movie. And really? I know, and I know there's two different sharks. I get that, but spoilers. Um, but even after the first one dies, yeah, that bigger second shark mm-hmm. is all is crazy size difference depending on the scene they're shooting. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. You have to provide me with some examples because I didn't notice. Because look how big that shark is when it jumps over onto the boat when you first see it for the first time, right? Yeah. It's held up on the boat a little bit yeah. compared to the people. Yeah. And then when they're in the water with it, the, the mouth is only marginally bigger than the actual people themselves. Well, you're talking about the, you're talking about the size of the mouth compared to the size of the entire body. I, I, I get that, but just and, go back and look at it, though. Like The shark that was hanging over the, the ship had a mouth that could have fit... 30 people in it yet now suddenly when they're in the water it's only marginally bigger than the actual actors it was it was it was very inconsistent i'm gonna i'm gonna go back and rewatch. i don't think please do i don't think you're right about that please do um so let's let's start from the beginning on this one please do uh you've got you've got a crew who is diving to the we all know we all know this of course it's common knowledge the Marianas uh Marianas trench it's the deepest bluest supposedly the deepest bluest part blackest. of the ocean deepest blackest really. deepest blackest <laughs> part of the ocean um James Cameron has confirmed mm-hmm. because he's he, been there he went there yeah he fucking went there dude um and confirmed that it's really boring down there. <laughs> now, did hold on when he got to the bottom, or what he perceived as the bottom? Did he continue going? Uh, no, because it was in fact the bottom. Does he know that for sure? Well, he landed on it, so yes. Did he for sure? Maybe it was just really thick water. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> it could be. I like that. You know, the murky depths. The murky depths. Uh, I. So anyway, this this group of of uh of researchers they've discovered what they think is uh a layer what do they call it the thermo oh my god you I, I forget what they called it it's like the thermocycline uh thermo gunk it, it it's basically like a like a um a layer of sediment basically yeah like a like a sodium pool or like a like a, a like a a layer that's basically just like a cloudy pool of water that creates uh, a barrier between the what's below, mm-hmm. which is warmer water, because it's kind of being uh, fed by these the vents underwater yeah. hot these vents, hot water vents, and then like the cold water right above it. the The cold water right above it is only what six degrees. It said something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, where nothing can live. But then once you get down past this 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 hydro hydrochloric whatever the fuck. It's, We've called it like seventeen different things. <laughs> yeah, it's there's a there's a whole other 
ecosystem, ecosystem. Yep. down there. So the book, right? This movie is based on a book. Right. And in the book, they talk about how the Megalodon, which was primarily, uh, scientists think, was a shallow water uh, hunter. Mm-hmm. Actual shallow for whatever the size of a Megalodon is. Uh, so probably pretty deep still, but shallow for them. <laughs> yeah. Um, was a shallow, uh, shallow water hunter. Mm-hmm. That's where they find a lot of the, the teeth and all that stuff. Um, but in the book, they explain it away by saying that, you know, as it was going extinct or whatever, it went deeper down to where these thermal pockets were with mm-hmm. the, the, the hot water vents in order to, to stay keep it warm, basically. Well, to get away from the the, the ice age, the ice basically. age, yeah. yeah. So so and that was down there, and then in the book though, the megalodon was like pure white and almost like translucent because it had been down there for so long without any you know how sea life is down there their yeah. skin color is nothing yeah um and that's how the shark looked in the book i guess they tried to do it for the movie but it kept look kept looking really weird so it, they ended up going it, with the classic shark look. it definitely would have looked strange if it was pure white but can you imagine that in real life though like a, like a practically see-through shark the size of a megalodon oh yeah it'd be, how fucking terrifying would that be, be horrifying yeah <laughs> jesus but um but yeah so it was down there and and it survived and not just one but at least two got to be more right there's got to be a population of these things um reading still well there was did you catch the one that died in the beginning did you notice that no i didn't in the uh so like in the beginning of the movie when they're rescuing those guys from the you know their uh um what the hell is statham's name jonas yep jonas jonah 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 and and the the whale. whale That's got. Is it maybe? Is there no, a connection there? I don't know. Probably not. Um. So in the beginning, when Jonas and Heller are down trying to save people from that underwater, I think it's a submarine, right? A wrecked submarine or something like that. Yeah. And they're trying to get everybody up, and then he ends up having to close off the airlock and leaves two of his buddies behind. Right when the hull of that, like right when they get away from it and the hull of it is breached and there's the underwater explosion did you notice that one of the sharks is in the foreground and gets obliterated by the explosion yeah well no i know i know it died yeah because because they talk about it they talk about what that the fact that there was a shark down there yeah but did you actually see it i thought i did you can see it in that okay. scene like maybe, maybe i didn't see what you're talking about yeah you see the you see the submarine explode and for like a split second you can see the huge shark right next to the to the submarine. Okay. And it, and it ends up getting killed. Like, you can see it get blown to bits by the explosion of the submarine. Okay. Well, if we take a break, I'll we'll pull it up real quick and watch it. Um, but, yeah. So, but Jonas claims that there was something down there that was strong enough to basically, like, bust, start to bust a hole in the hull of a submarine, mm-hmm. which would be incredibly difficult for any living thing, right? And no one believes him. Heller thinks he's a nut job. He ends up getting either fired or he quits, and now he's just a drunk, like hanging out in Thailand, just drinking beers. Not a bad life, really. It's really not. Sounds, just, sounds pretty. Just hanging out sounds pretty he's awesome. Hanging out on the beach all day, and a bartender just changes his beer whether he's passed out or not. Just yeah. just takes the old one, puts a new one in his hand. That's it's amazing. The, that's the life. It's it's an amazing life. <laughs> um, so the uh, the rest of the characters are in this underwater. Um, Research, research facility. Se- yeah, research facility yeah. for... Which is, it's under an oil rig. Looks like an old oil rig. Mm-hmm. And they're, what are they... Oh, well, basically, they're they're researching to find out what's beyond that. Yes. That section of the ocean where it's supposedly the ocean floor, mm-hmm. 
but they start to think that oh, it's actually this just is that this, layer of gunk. It's we're actually just about, this yeah. cloudy level where underneath there's a whole whole yep. other ecosystem of life. And this whole thing is bankrolled by Morris, played by amazingly by Rain Wilson. I fucking love Rain Wilson. I do too. He's, he's a it, national treasure in my opinion. Because of how much I watch The Office over and over and over, it's so hard to get away from Dwight Schrute. Like oh, it's sure. just, it's really really tough. Um. And it's it, it, like he—he's not. He still channels that a little bit in this, though. He, sometimes he kind of does. It's like, and that's what it is for me. Like I, I watch him do certain things in certain scenes, and I, and I, and it, I go, oh, he did that in this episode of this season of of The Office. Like, I've got a complex when it comes to to, to that. Like I, I, and I've I. Like I watched, it doesn't happen to me with any other characters. Like I can watch A Quiet Place and look at John Krasinski yeah, and be like, "Oh yeah, it's just John Krasinski doing his thing." It's different with TV though, because especially when you have such a large personality like that. Like if it's just a bit, not even a bit player, but a character that's a normal character on a TV show, yeah. they don't stick with you. But when you have a character that is so over the top, over the top in yeah. your face, and then you've watched it for five years, yeah, you know, multiple times. Yeah, I can definitely see why that'd be hard to get out of your head. Yeah. I never watched The Office that much, so I I love Dwight Schrute, but I never, I never watched it enough to where that's the only way that I look at him. Mm-hmm. So I thought he was a, a very welcome addition in this. Um, so the, uh, the the this entire research facility is ran though by uh, Zhang, who is played by Winston Shaw, and um, uh, Suyin, played by Bing Bing Lee. Babe. But she was in she told me, babe. Babe, She's babe, been in a lot babe, of other stuff Lee. too. <laughs> right? Babe, babe Lee. Um yeah, so that's and that's uh uh Suyin is Zhang's daughter. And they also have a granddaughter. Uh he has a granddaughter there, uh Zhang's daughter, uh she goes by Mei Ying. Mei Did I write this down wrong? Mei Ying. Yeah, Mei Ying. Mai Ying. Mai Ying. Yeah. Uh and she is the cutest little girl, so adorable on dude. the face of the earth. So adorable, but also I. She's so smart too. She is smart. <laughs> she's a smart ass, and I, I, I thought like she's a very good uh, child actress, and very good, yeah, like like very believable, and also gave me so much anxiety because I was like, this is a fucking, this is an oil rig, and also so like you know they're walking around when they're on the top deck. An oil rig is a place where adults usually are. Yeah. So it's kind of weird to so see. So you gotta a you gotta you gotta around. take responsibility for yourself. So like the spaces in between the railings are definitely big enough for if she was like and kids in the space between. I have I have a daughter who is almost the age that this girl was supposed to be in the movie, and she just like will be walking through the kitchen and randomly fall. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like this little baby. Like she's, if she's walking around on this top deck of this oil rig, she could just fall and slip through the railings oh, of sure. this fucking. And then not only that, but her her mom just never knows where she is. Like she's just wandering around this place. Like sometimes she's 15 floors down in the in the it, it, like the research facility, mm-hmm. just hanging out, walking around by herself. I'm like, 
does anybody know where this baby is? Like, she's just by herself. Mom, mom knows she can take care of herself. Apparently. It gave me so much anxiety, dude. Like, just thinking about all the things that could go wrong with you when you have a little kid. Yeah, by and themselves. You're talking about the bars up on the uh, on the top deck or whatever. Yeah. Uh, as the as the guy who got his head stuck in between the bars on the ride at <laughs> Cedar Point one year. Uh, yeah, yeah. Make the bar smaller. What, Kids will go through them. <laughs> what ride was it? Uh, we were in line for the Iron Dragon, and there was like a, a koi pond underneath us, and I wanted to see the goldfish. So I stuck my head through the bars, and then I couldn't get it back through. And my family starts walking ahead. How old? <laughs> I see them going. I'm like screaming because I can't get my head out. How old were you? I don't know. I was like 10. 20, 25. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same thing. I got. I think it was when we were at Disney World. I put my knee through, uh, and it like... This, oh, and you couldn't this get wrought it iron fence. And yeah, like I, I was able to slip my knee through and then wasn't able to bring it back. I flipped out. Oh, dude. sure. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, God, my parents are going to. I mean, if you're going to be left somewhere, Disney World's not the worst place to be left. But yeah, my my dad fucking strong armed my... like pulled the pulled the things apart so that my knee would slip back out. Yeah, my dad and then some other dude had to like each grab a side <laughs> and pull so I can get my head out. I'm sure I I'm sure I made my parents look great that day. <laughs> you know what's funny though? Like you cuz I've I've seen I've seen videos of kids where they get their head stuck in between two things mm-hmm. and they can't back out. Kids are so small that if you just turn sideways and slip the rest of your body through. Oh yeah. Like your head is wider than the rest of your body if it's turned sideways. Mm-hmm. So it's you really could have just gone all the way through, even though there's a pond right there. But you, like your dad could have held you and lifted sure. you back sure. over. Yeah. Probably no, didn't. no, it was just my head. Like I could not have gotten the rest of my body through. You don't think? No. Why? No, I just couldn't have. Oh. No, it was just a head, head thing. <laughs> just Weird. that big old head. Weird. Uh, okay. Also on this thing though, you have uh, Ruby Rose who plays Jax. Uh, Ruby Rose, who is uh, a babe. She's a total babe. Uh, I will say this though. Why they went with the look where she shoved her head into a, just a vat of lard and then made shit locks out of it? I will never understand that choice. It's uh, it's it's the the twisted, yeah. It, she like she twisted it looks all the awful. It's a terrible look. Well, and this, and coming from the guy who was a fan of like the wet look, right? I am like, like whatever. I, I whatever. fan of the wet. I'm look. a fan of the wet look. This oh. was just ridiculous. Like this, this was just like uncapped growth. She looked like she smelled. <laughs> I'm like a hippie. I'm not. No, like I don't. Shit locks. No, I don't. I don't think that at all. Yeah, I did. No, I thought she looked good. Oh, I, I, I still would have thrown it to her, but you know, <laughs> come on, I'm not gonna uh, let that stop me. Uh, Paige Kennedy, who plays DJ, uh, he's great. Uh, Paige is is I've seen him in a lot of other stuff, and he's always play always plays that perfect comedy relief type character. Well, and he was he was I, I liked him. He was the only logical person yeah. in the entire. Like he was, he was the one who was bringing. I get, and, and this this character exists in a lot of these action type movies where everybody else is so over the top heroic, mm-hmm. and especially in a Jason Statham movie, you know, like you know, Statham is gonna do the dumbest shit to to be the hero, mm-hmm. and then you have a character like this. Like, why don't we just get on the boat and leave and let somebody else take care of this? Which it's is always. It's always too that character is always like the token black guy in these movies. Yeah, some sometimes not they always. Are, no, no, they they always seem to be the voice of reason though, always. 
every single thing. I, I can't tell you how many movies I've seen like where they 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 make like movies make fun <clears throat> of themselves at this point by being like, "Well, oh, man, I always know this. The brothers don't make it out or whatever." Like, yeah, that's but, a that's a big thing in in horror. For yeah, sure. they always do that, but they're always the ones with the logic. Yeah. You know, all all of us, all of us dumb white people are going to run into every situation <laughs> and get our shit wrecked every single time. The only logical person is is the is the dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> but they always get sucked into the plan because exactly, they exactly. can't really go against the twenty other people who are complete dumbasses. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then you have uh, I didn't realize this was the guy's name. Um, let's see if I can get this correct here. Oh, I already know who you're going to say. Ulifer Dari Olafson. That's not bad. Not bad, right? And his and his character name is The Wall. The Wall. I don't think they actually refer to him as The Wall in the movie. Uh, every single time they talk about him. Do they? Yes. <laughs> Literally every single time maybe they I talk about him. Maybe I didn't realize they were talking the about him. I thought maybe they were just talking about a wall. Oh. Maybe. Like the part the part where DJ says, uh, um, I can't remember. This isn't the same guy that was in Game of Thrones, was it? Isn't there a guy in Game of Thrones called The Wall? No, that's the mountain. The mountain. That's and that's it. Okay. Uh, that's um, half Thor Bjornsson. Nah, half Thor. He's not half Thor. He's full Thor. He's full Thor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, no, um, I love the wall though. Like, what a great voice. Just a fu- just like a deep, oh yeah. Like, just... And he's and he's funny. Like, oh when yeah. They, when 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 they were in that sub that was that needed to get uh, saved. Yeah. In the beginning of the movie, like he's he's. Legitimately funny, brings a lot of levity to the situation where he's this big, this big bearded dude, right? You wouldn't expect him to be that character, but yeah, he's uh, he's pretty great. Yeah, him and uh, him and Toshi. I was I was bummed out that Toshi died so early. Yeah, in the movie, I because like I thought there was because him and him and the wall. So Toshi was played by Masioka, who was um, his hero in Heroes. Yep. Um, that's they, where he's from. They okay. had a they had a good like I I liked their friendship dynamic and I was looking forward to seeing them together more throughout the rest of the movie and yep. then you know Toshi dies and he's a little bit more of a recognizable face too so you would have expected him to stick around a little bit longer. I, yeah, I really didn't see his death coming that early no, in the movie. But, but he died a hero, so um, no pun intended. <laughs> and then they were stuck. They were stuck down in that submersible with uh, Lori, who was played by Jessica McNamee. Mm-hmm. Mac McNamee? McNam Mac- McNamee? Oh, 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 Jessica Babe. Yeah, yeah, total. Jessica, Jessica Babe. total babe. Uh Sonya Blade. Oh my god, you're she right. She was Sonya Blade in the new Mortal Kombat movie. You're right. Yeah. I knew she looked familiar. I couldn't place her though. I didn't look up her uh, I didn't look up her shit. Placed her as a babe. Um <laughs> uh is that's 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 pretty much the the main the main cast portion yeah. of the cast. Um yeah, so so they're so Long story short, for the plot here, they're they're down in this underwater, uh, like water station place, right? This this research center, mm-hmm. and uh, they disturb the megalodon. The megalodon follows them out through the uh, the monkey guck, and uh, it attacks the uh, attacks the research center. Basically, what happens is, so the megalodon is confined to this to this under the under the hydro hydrochloride, whatever the hell the <laughs> The mucky gunk. Hyd- hydrocycline or whatever they call it. He's all of these megalodon are confined under there because if they go above that, the water's only six degrees. So they would freeze, right? Yep. But what happens is when uh when Toshi sacrifices himself, that uh that megalodon smashes into the submersible and at the same time smashes into one of the underwater heat vents. Which 
temporarily causes the hot water to sort of create a a, a tunnel through mm-hmm. the the cold water and in that small period of time it was t- able to get through two of the megalodons are able to escape yeah um, and you don't know it's two off the bat though you only think there's one yeah the um uh, the the reveal of of the second one i thought was actually pretty cool that entire so after the after the um the research center gets attacked they basically go topside and spend the rest of the basically the rest of the movie either topside or on boats yeah it's it's very much i thought this movie borrowed from jaws a little bit too much in a lot of ways uh they down to like recreating certain shots like the idea that the whole first half of the movie takes place on dry either dry land or in the the research center yeah and then the whole second half of the movie is all on top of the water uh-huh. very jaws like right that that shift in the in the movie it's like part one part two basically yeah um there was there was the scene where i have these all written down here um uh, i yeah, mean what, it, what what else are you supposed to do with a shark movie no, no, I get it, but there's <laughs> you certain, have to spend most of your time on the water but there's certain things though like the scene where they're uh putting putting the chum in the water yeah it was the exact scene of roy scheider chumming the water but the same camera angle the same everything when he's the tossing the he's got the scoop or whatever and he's tossing the chum over into the water, it was the exact same angle as the Roy Scheider scene. Like mm. that was an ode to Jaws, one thousand percent. Oh, that's it's an ode then. You them know? getting like a- them getting the wrong shark, and then looking at the uh, don't they look at the uh, the teeth or whatever? And he's like, I don't think this is the same the right. same shark. Right. That's very Jaws like. Even when they have jaw, the the shark dead on the boat, which how do they have a crane big enough to hoist that thing up first? <laughs> Uh, it was, I think, a bit too big for whatever crane they had on that boat. But well, that... even the shark being held up by its tail with its head sort of in that J fashion was very that's iconic how... jaw. I know that that's it's... how you string up a dead shark, though. I know, but it looked, it, I, I get that, but it just reminded me like of Jaws. That's nitpicky. It is. I just, <laughs> I, I want to see shark movies, though. Like, we've all seen Jaws, right? We want to see a shark movie where they hang it up by its dick. Sure. Why not? <laughs> There's got two of them, it's extra heavy. <laughs> Um, no, I just feel like, I just feel like in, in, in a lot of these shark movies, like just, we get it. Y'all like Jaws. We've seen s- countless shark movies that just do the Jaws thing. Like, just get away from it. Do something original, you know? I mean, this one, it, it, yeah, well, and, was, and then there was the, the scene where the, the shark was, um, the shark was swimming through Sanya Bay mm-hmm. and it caught three of the rafts on, oh, its, on yep. its fins and then yep. it was like dragging there and it was it was very much like uh like um bruce dragging the the barrels yep in jaws yep that yeah, was actually that sure. was actually intentional yeah so it's like well and i imagine most of the odes to jaws um, are intentional Oh, exactly but that's especially. kind of but that's kind of my point though it's like we've we get it you like jaws <laughs> <laughs> Maybe do one and leave it at that. Like, yeah. You don't need to keep putting references to Jaws in your movie, though. Right, right. That's all. Yeah. Just do something different. Um, yeah, I don't know. The um, I before before the before the uh, the I keep wanting to call it a space station. It's not a space station. The research center. <laughs> yeah. The, can we talk about the real star of this movie, real quick? Uh, the real star of this movie is whatever person decided to put a shark's fin on top of a Roomba. <laughs> that, that is cleaning the hallways uh-huh. of the research center. <laughs> I don't know why, but it cracked me up. If I ever had a Roomba, there's a shark fin going on it, one thousand percent. I loved it. <laughs> Actually, you should get a like a a mold of um, LL Cool J's head with a shark's fin oh, on yeah. top of it. 
Yep. Yep. Yeah. The the cool Joe. No, that doesn't make sense. No, that, right. that, no that's, that's awful. <laughs> that, was a, that was a bad joke. Um, <laughs> I do also like the fact that they drive around Star Wars spaceships underwater. That was those, cool. Those yellow spaceships. The gliders. Like, yeah, they're kind of like the uh, the um, uh, the Naboo uh, spaceships from Episode One. Did you ever sure, see Episode yeah. One? Yeah. They reminded me a lot of those. Yeah. Um, I thought that was kind of cool, actually. Yeah, that was fun. I uh, do they make ships like that? They have pods that are like a gyroscope where the ship moves around it. I don't I feel I like don't know. Like I, I feel like that would be very practical for underwater. Oh, for sure. Exploration. Why is that not a thing? If it's not, it might be. I don't know. I don't know that much about underwater exploration. <laughs> Believe it or not, <laughs> uh, learn. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. Yeah, this this movie when it really comes down to it though, it was it was uh it was a, a Jason Statham action movie. Oh yeah. In every sense of the word. And I that's fine I with me. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, like I had a lot of fun with this movie. Um there were par- there were parts like I mean, if you go into a movie like this, everything's going to be over the top. Um to the point where like even some of the more heartfelt stuff, you know, like where uh uh, Suyin's father dies. Like it's it's kind of hard to pull yourself away from the previous scenes, like what was going on in the previous scenes, to kind of like to kind of lock into that emotional part of the movie. Yeah, it's it's not really kind of the movie that I want to turn my emotional side on and kind of get right. and get super deep into these characters. Like right. I just want to watch Jason Statham fuck up some sharks. But that's <laughs> that's all I want to. Which see. is what most of the movie is. So it that's is fine. It is. Um, um, he's pretty. He's definitely pretty badass. I watch Jason Statham movies for the same reason that I love Vin Diesel movies. Because you live for this I, shit. Because I live for this <laughs> shit. Like, it's just turn your brain off and enjoy the ride. Yeah. This is definitely a turn your brain off, enjoy the ride kind of movie. Um, I watched it twice. Because uh, I, so my, my my girlfriend fell asleep fifteen minutes into watching this, <laughs> and I was dozing at a couple of parts. Oh, you son of a bitch! It was pretty late at night, whatever. But I, I rewatched. I started rewatching part of it the next day. I ended up rewatching, excuse me, rewatching from that point on the entire rest of the movie. And I actually remembered when I turned it off the first night. I'm like, I don't really think I liked this movie that much. Like, I, I, I kind of thought that it was like I fell asleep. I was kind of bored. I kind of thought that it was just like it's like okay, it's nothing we hadn't seen before. Like, mm. it was there's really nothing inventive about this movie other than the fact that the shark's bigger, right? Mm. And then I watched it the second time. You know, the last. Two thirds of the movie the second time, yeah, and I really ended up enjoying it a lot more. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it was just because I was tired or or what it was, but yeah, it it doesn't do anything new, no, but but it's fun, and I I will say the scene where the bigger shark comes and like. <laughs> eats the smaller shark which i don't know if that's a thing that sharks do i don't think they're cannibalistic but shark oh yeah sharks, are they sharks eat are sharks. they okay Absolutely. so it jumps out of the water to get the dead shark strung up on the boat and then gets beached a little bit on the boat <laughs> like it fucking dwarfs that yacht uh-huh absolutely dwarfs it and this yeah. is what i'm talking about it dwarfs that yacht but later on in the movie it's small enough for jason statham to kick off of its nose at the very end Right, like he's right next to it. That face did not belong; was way too small for the shark that was perched over mm, the yacht. I disagree. I because I think it, that it was. he he kicks off of its nose, but he's like he's still absolutely tiny in comparison. I didn't think that he was. Yeah, I really didn't think that he was. Whatever, it's neither here nor there. Um, 
I actually did like, you know, it's funny. We were just talking about how you don't want to get emotionally invested in this kind of a movie. But I really actually do think that the the little love story they put between uh, Statham and uh, Su Yen, yeah. I actually thought it was well done. It fit the movie. It wasn't like out of place or anything like that. Like, oh, yeah. For an action movie. Like, it was actually pretty good, and you kind of rooted for him a little bit. Well, I like the fact, too, that they... They were very cute. Yeah. <laughs> I like the fact, too, that it was... You never really saw it. You you never... Like, I kept I kept waiting for, like, okay, all right, here comes the scene where they finally kiss. Like, this is going to be the moment when they... And they never do. No. And it's like... And they have this sort of... Playful kind of... Yeah, like this playful sort of um, almost competitive uh it's edge to flirty like, it's yeah. just flirty the whole thing yeah and and i like the fact that they never really went into it like no. they allude to the fact the whole time that they you know like obviously the first time she sees him with no shirt on and and okay I can mean, we can we talk about I mean, it's fucking statham can we, can so we talk like, about how ripped 51 year old jason statham is he 51 well he's 54 now this movie was made in 2018 or yeah 53 now whatever it is yeah but at 51 motherfuckers ripped yeah jesus i would have jumped his bones are you kidding me (laughs) she she walks in she walks in and he's he's like i mean he's you know like he he knows what he's doing oh yeah yeah. he knows what he's doing and then from from that point on they have like you know this this sort of uh chemistry between the two of them Mm -hmm. yeah and i like it played out mostly through the kid which is which i think is kind of cool yeah like the kid's kind of like the matchmaker between the two of them, right? And and it just works. And, and it's kind of movie. and it's funny because his ex wife is also the matchmaker. She's like, just just fucking do it, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, um, yeah, I li- I liked it, but I also liked the fact that they never like full on showed it happening. Yeah, like by the end, he he looks at a little girl. He's like, I think I need a vacation. She and she looks at mom. And she's like, oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So like eventually, you know, and. I feel like they're going to make a second one of these movies. I think there already is. Is there? I believe there is. There, wait, it exists already? Uh, if it doesn't exist, I think they're making it. I'm going to look it up. Continue talking. I'm um, going to look it up real quick, though. Because I know, it's. is it based off of a series of books? Or is it uh, just that based I don't off know. of one book? I, 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 thought that, I thought that there was more than one more than one of these, as far as the novels go. Um. Oh, the Meg 2 trailer came out in 2021. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So there, there you have it. Um, yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to that. Like I, I, I think that this movie was fun enough. It was just like a stu- like you said, it was a stupid turn off your brain, <laughs> watch the action, just fun shark movie. Yeah. And and if they make another one, I'm in for it. Like I think it's I think it'll be cool. I love the uh, this Collider uh, article here. It says, Jason Statham says the Meg 2 starts filming next year, and he'll be back to punch another shark in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Professional prehistoric shark puncher Jason Statham is very excited to sh- start working with director Ben Wheatley. <laughs> now, did he ever actually punch one of the sharks in the face? I don't think so. Maybe he does in this movie. Who because knows? that's false advertisement, if not... <laughs> Um, um, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's almost not too, too much to say about this movie because like we, like we were saying, it's, it's a lot of the same that you've already seen. Mm-hmm. Like there's really nothing that's overly exciting about it. There's, there's one scene. Nope. That was in deep blue sea. Never mind. Um, <laughs> get my, get my shark movies mixed up here. Um, yeah, it's just, 
I don't know. It's I love Rain Wilson on this. Like Rain Wilson just plays an idiot the entire time for the yeah. most part. Like like he acts like he knows what's going on, but then when push comes to shove, he really doesn't. Rain Wilson, this movie was sort of that's like kind of one of the things that it it lifted from uh from uh Deep Blue Sea. Rain Wilson's character was essentially the Samuel L. Jackson's character from because they were both the billionaires who were funding the yes. the research that yeah. was going on. Yeah. And when they first show up, everybody's sort of like cold and 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 standoffish to them. Yep. Like it, it was kind of the same thing. But Rain Wilson's character was so over the top friendly with everybody that they couldn't really Yeah. They couldn't yeah. they couldn't really like be standoffish for that long to him. But yeah. then he ends up being kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, I do I do. <laughs> I did love the I did love the scene though where uh there's there's some trouble uh, like going on around the sharks attacking somebody underwater and Jason Statham just dives into the water to go save the person and Rain Wilson's just watching it unfold he goes oh hell yeah <laughs> like, it's like he's watching a movie like <laughs> the cool I get to see the guy save somebody mm-hmm. like <laughs> what does he say he looks really heroic and he walks fast but mm-hmm. yeah I don't know man like the it it was it was a fun movie it was it was it was like you said nothing. Nothing special, nothing revolutionary when yeah. it comes to a shark movie, but it was just a it was a good, fun, action packed movie. I uh, ironically, well, in 1997 when the book was first uh, uh, published, uh, the the project went into development almost right away, mm-hmm. but it uh, it went into turnaround. Like they didn't make it because Disney got cold feet about competing with Deep Blue Sea. Really? Yeah. So this movie waited all these years to come out because of Deep Lucy. And now we bring them together, finally, <laughs> after all these years. They, they were really just waiting for the right moment for the that's Buzz it. to Kill podcast to bring uh, it all together. That's it. All right. Um, before we go, before we go, I, the one lesson that I want to cover on this, and it's maybe the most egregious part of this entire movie. Okay. That cover of Mickey, of Oh Mickey... You're so fine. You blow my mind, oh Mickey. Yeah, might be one of the most annoying things I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> it is terrible. Um, <laughs> and they play it multiple times in the movie. I think that's actually Tony Basil though, doing that that cover. You think so? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because was it was it in like Thai or something like that? Like the the whoever was singing her voice was just like sh- like very like shrieky to me. I thought it was so annoying. And they they play it like a few times during the movie. Um, I'll have to look it up. It might be a it might be a uh, might be a correction for next week. Okay, but I'm pretty sure that was actually her doing that the Thai version of it. If that's the case, then so be it. I thought it was terrible though. <laughs> like I just ugh, no no thank you. <laughs> um yeah it was it was uh yeah it was sort of sort of annoying sort of sort of not good yeah. <laughs> But uh, anyway, that's uh, that is the Meg. Yeah, and that is Shark Month. That's Shark Month. We're done. We're done. We're done. Thank God. <laughs> I'm kind of getting sick of shark movies. <laughs> Five more weeks of shark movies. <laughs> um, um, yeah. What so, do, do we know what we're doing next week? Well, we said last episode that 250 was going to be our uh, oh boy slash offs again. Okay. So I think we got to make good on that. So we might have to get a couple people in here with us. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. It's it's up in the air right now, but we'll figure it out. Have some have some discussions about who would win in some fights. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. We could even get uh we could uh we could 
maybe be a little more prepared this time and, and put some stuff up on online that people can vote on. How many years ago did we do the slash the slash offs? Um, four years ago? Probably. Why? Because apparently we do the slash offs whenever there's Olympics. Oh. It's like our version of the Olympic Games. We even skipped the year we, that, the, <laughs> that the Olympics skipped. Oh <laughs> uh, boy. Um, yeah. That'd so be fun though. Anyway, that's what we're probably doing next week. We don't know for sure, but yep. we'll figure it out. Yep. Uh in the meantime, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzkill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. We're also on every major streaming site, wherever you get your podcast, we're there. Uh so uh tell a friend, uh tell your grandma. An aunt, maybe. Yeah. An uncle. Yeah. A lover. <laughs> an uncle lover. An. Yeah. <laughs> Tell somebody when you're in the throes. <laughs> like, just look down and whisper. Listen to the Buzzkill podcast. A, si- <laughs> <laughs> a sister wife. Ooh, yeah. A, a cousin brother. A wife sister. Yeah. All of them. I've seen that documentary. <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Michael. Have a nice week. Hey, Have a nice weekend. I will. I won't see you until next Wednesday. Have a good so. camp. Thanks, brother. Bye. <laughs>